So I've got a minorly interesting story, I guess, to kick us off. If it's not interesting, I'm very upset. Well, I mean, not any more upset than you were earlier. <laughs> Go back to my Zen place. <laughs> tell your story. <laughs> so Ashley has been deaf in one of her ears for a long time to where like she can't hear you if you're standing on that side of her to having like a conversation. Savage. Can she get a hearing aid for it? No. Uh, well, she can, but she doesn't have insurance to her current job. I gotcha. You'd think a medical job would provide medical insurance of some sort. Well, like with yours, it kicks in after like 30 days from your start page or whatever. So so she has, it just hasn't kicked in. Yeah, effectively. Okay. Anyway, so I mentioned to her that I heard about bone conduction headphones a long time ago. And I only know about it because a coworker of mine, the same one from the shooting story earlier, uh, she was wearing them into the meeting. And I was like, "What what are those? And then I remembered that I saw it like a decade ago that they were uh, just came on the market as a new way of, of doing sound. So instead of playing sound through your headphones, instead it touches your bone and right up against your, not like near your ear, not quite your temple kind of thing. When it plays sound, it makes your bones vibrate. And when you do that, it's close enough. Your brain can interpret the sound? No, it's close enough to your inner ear that it can interpret that as sound waves. Jesus. Yeah. So you can hear music? But is it all muffled? No, it's it's crystal clear. So you can play a music track without having the thing in your ear. And then you can also be, since it's not in your ear, you can listen to anything else from anyone else around you, but you can still have your music playing or whatever. So what, it's sending vibrations? That's really yeah, cool. Yeah. So like, kind of in sense, like you say you were at like a giant arena that was built for something like this, they could make the floor vibrate? Well, I mean, it's it's bone conduction, so like your shoes would probably dampen that. Well, no, you, you could just do, you know, just take off shoes. No socks. That's the whole point. I I, I guess. Be interesting. Yeah, I don't quite know how your ligaments and stuff would dampen the sound trying, to get, trying to get up the rest of your body. I got you, trying to get up the rest of your body. But if you put your head to the ground, you'd probably hear it. <laughs> don't know how useful that is in an arena. But <laughs> Anyway, so she's been deaf in one side for like... 15 years, maybe longer. So where is this hooked up at? They're just headphones. You just, just headphones. put them they're over. Just they vibrate, yeah. Yeah, oh, they're, wow. they're, they're like earbuds, but instead of going in your ear, they go around your ear. So like the front part of it, uh, that's what vibrates. You can look it up. It's, it looks like normal headphones. It kind of reminds me of, uh, I think, what is it called? A synesthesia, where you can see colors oh, from yeah. sounds. I'm seeing sights or seeing sounds and hearing sights. Bro, that sounds crazy. Like seeing sounds yeah so like when you talk like you see like i would see colors coming out of you or mouth what are, what would black look like i don't know i, I, <laughs> well, I think so it'd be weird to have synesthesia <laughs> sounds crazy so, I don't synesthesia, so it's is that what it is well i work i uh went to school with somebody uh named nicole that had it okay. and the way she described it is every sound and every word uh has a different uh color associated with it for her and so whenever That's somebody was talking of, so like like we'll time out is it like the 26 letters of the alphabet each have their own correlation to a color? Or like words themselves have their own color? Because that, that gets, that gets well, muddy. That's a lot of colors. It's syllables. So like okay. the word red sounds like a different color than green. And red and green don't have the colors of red and green when she hears them. I gotcha. Hmm. That's crazy. Colors are wild. Could you, could you just imagine seeing colors from people's talking what if you could see like more colors like a butterfly what they see oh more what do we have what's our spectrum the we we call it the visible the visible spectrum yeah yeah like we can't see ultraviolet we can't see infrared um, um, oh have you seen the um what is it called the 
the web telescope the radio no, telescope the new that. the new telescope that replaced the hubble oh yeah the thing that the we we finally yeah i don't remember the name of it. we've we jt web something i don't remember it's web something it's the guy's name yeah we've seen um, um we've seen a black hole now because of that well they 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 black reshot hole. the pillars of the universe and it's insane and they were us uh, and then neil degrasse tyson was explaining like because someone asked him he's like so if we flew out there we would see this and he was like well no because your eyes can't perceive it and he was like if you could see an infrared you would see that but your eyes just can't detect it so like that picture is real on a spectrum you just can't visualize it well it's because so like hmm. every, every wavelength of well let's just call it radioactive because um, that's what it is every wave from radio all the way to gamma waves has a different wavelength so the farther apart the the waves go the farther it can travel which is why you can pick up am radio all over the place like you can literally launch that to china if you want but you can't do it for fm radio for the same reason because the wavelengths are are closer together and so it can travel a shorter distance that's why gamma radiation can only be you can only be hit by it if you're like in close proximity to whatever is giving off the gamma rays so your light can only detect certain wavelengths on that spectrum that's why we can only see certain things oh but anyway, so, so visible. It's all about the wavelengths. Right. So, like in, in this case, if you want to see something farther away, the visible spectrum can only see so far. Infrared has a longer wavelength, so you're able, and, and it's more red bent. So when you talk about ultraviolet or infrared, you can actually see different distances based off of those uh, frequencies. That is nuts. So you're basically able to see like at certain distances. Uh, obviously better or worse but well the like, specifically with this telescope is this just like its resolution is is insane and the hubble telescope's quality was already insane so like this it's taken a picture of um i want to say it was the black hole yeah they take a picture of a black hole which was crazy so by the way it's not that you can see the black hole itself it's that you have markers around the light that you should be seeing and the light is bent around the area. Oh, it's wow. kind of like it's kind of like a dark orangey fog, kind of on each side of it. Right. So, like when you're talking about a black hole, what you're talking about is an event horizon where you can't, like, where space and time warp around that incident. I hate That's this crazy. conversation. I hate the conversation. I of, like, actually love it. Ben, I do too, but it's so hard <laughs> to grasp the time, the concept of like time and space being bent around anything to the point where. If you were to travel to a certain distance, you are the same age, but everybody on Earth is that you know and love well, is now think, ninety years isn't old. Isn't that the theory of relativity? It's not. It's, it's not, not a theory. It. It's a time dilation. It's just. It's what it is because the entire universe is on a. It, it bends. The entire universe bends. So, but the closer you get, like, the one thing that blew my mind is you can start anywhere in the universe, and if you keep going, you'll get to the center. Anywhere. Well, wow. kind of. And no. It's it's the opposite of getting to the center. You can reach the oldest things on the edges of the universe by traveling in any given direction, but those items are from the beginning of time. I guess you're correct in the fact in, in the meaning that you, the universe is constantly expanding. So what was the center may no longer be the center. So everything new is obviously in the center. <laughs> no, there's nothing new. First off, well, <laughs> anything new were is in the center of the universe so, because everything that's well, uh, everything that's on the edge of expansion that is sense. is what you're saying is new. Well, what everything is on the edge, 
of the expansion of the universe would what be considered new. So like, why, um, so but why, it's not new because it's take there. Pictures of like black holes, though, are they light years away? Because or? the light well, bending around it, they are light years away. But so is literally every other celestial mass. There you go. But that's you, not really the. You point. You either believe in science or we've never left Earth. <laughs> one, one or the other. <laughs> one or the other. One, man. I'm just. I'm just thinking. Do you think? Well, like, do you think we have satellites? Like, I mean, they just start there. Yeah. Well, okay. Do you think they we put have, a? They, do you, so Galileo. What year was that? Fourteen. What did Galileo make the remember. telescope? How far so. can they like, uh, you know, receive a signal from these satellites? Uh, well, we got one. What from well, Neptune? It, well, it depends because like we've sent um, we've sent out a couple of them past our solar system now. Well, there was one. Yeah. I I remember it was it was going around Neptune. It was they were going to get its last signal. And I remember listening to a story of them, somebody convincing them to turn, I want to say it was like Voyager or something, around to take a specific snapshot of something before they would lose the signal. And they did it. It was a weird little snapshot, but it was funny. And, uh, and then it got went away. But it was from Neptune. I mean, so that's pretty far. Like you, They can get signals out pretty far. Once I think it, it starts to border past our galaxy, is, or our, not our galaxy, but like our solar, solar system, system, is where we're pretty much like... Eh. We can probably, probably I think nowadays we can probably get something out there. Well, so like uh, you guys are familiar with the Mars rover, right? Yeah, they can. I mean, they get images, so, clear yeah. HD so images. How do they get these images? Or see them that far uh, away? Satellites and antennas. Well, you, you basically just have a, a transmitter receiver. and a receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, like, what we do to control it is to send messages from here. To think about there. your cell phone, just like that. And so, if mm-hmm. we know roughly where the rover is, we can shoot. Uh, we can shoot directions at that location, and then it, there's like a cone almost. Why don't we send a satellite to uh, go around Mars? I'm yeah. sure that would be super beneficial. That'd be interesting, right? Well, because we, if we, we could have, get a satellite over there, we could we could establish a lot of like setups, a lot of beacon points. We have, but one of the biggest issues with it is that there's always dust storms. So, like, uh, getting a clear shot from space is usually just taking pictures of sand blowing around. I'm not even talking about like like <laughs> station all, like you, all this a sand. satellite can provide a lot. How bad are the dust storms on Mars? Well, they they last like, for like, months. Like simply they having last for months. That sounds pretty bad. <laughs> simply having the knowledge that dust storms are happening is immensely grateful. There was a tornado that's like the size of the United States. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> and, and the whole top what? is just rusted copper. Well, it's covered in dust. Well, it's, it's rust. It's iron. I thought it was, I thought it was dust. I thought it was rust. It is rust. Yeah. But it's a it's a it's iron. a dusting of iron rust. That's what I'm saying. So whenever you kick up a, a dust Imagine storm, getting that in your lungs. An well, iron rust. It's an iron, iron yeah, rust. An iron rust red, tornado. Yeah. yeah. So when Oxidized. you when you kick that shit around, it <laughs> like imagine just instead of getting pelted with sand, you're getting pelted with metal shavings. It's all called cancer. <laughs> it's, it's, it's called cancer. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Just metal shavings. What I think Neptune like rains sulfur or something like. Yeah. Like sulfuric acid. No, what, what do they say? Like Saturn, it rains diamonds. Planets are crazy, yo. Yeah, <laughs> planets are nuts. So, planets are just simply like, that's why it gets so crazy whenever you talk about space. Because you really have to just fathom like how tiny your little ass is. Well, I think it's Venus, actually. Or no, yeah, no, no, then no. it's how complicated everything else it's is. Everything. It's unlivable. Just a tiny, little, <laughs> tiny, tiny, tiny speck that knows nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Can't go to every planet. Can't even get off planet on a regular basis. Because Stuck. everything's filled with, like, death traps. No, I just think it's, it's scary. I think it's amusing <laughs> that the reason we haven't left the planet in a while is because we've basically been too busy arguing with each other on the ground. Well, I like how they basically yeah. said there's no point to go to the moon. We've done it. <laughs> well, I guess. And I'm like, if we done it, like, build something on it. 
Well, okay, so there, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so, so there, expand. there is an it's actual expand. reason to go to the moon. It's actually going to come up pretty soon. Yeah, the moon's great fun park. No, 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 not just that. There's an actual resource that we don't, or we're running out of on Earth that is on the moon. And that is helium. Unobtainium? It's helium. It's helium-3, I think, specifically. Oh, really? Helium so what it's a, it's a, is it a, a freaking, what's that word? Uh, 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 not the gaseous form of it, but... What? Oh, like a liquid? There's liquid well, deposits? Well, is it a liquid helium or is it a solid helium? Well, I mean, I don't... I, I think you can compress you it three, down to a solid. So no, three is an I'm isotope. Asking. Okay. Yeah, so like standard helium is like one... Um, how do you put it? It's like you one... Got, you're saying helium-3, so three helium molecules attached together. No, he, no. like helium-3 would be... Here, I'll, I'll Google it, but I'm pretty sure it just has more neutrons or protons or something. Okay. What, it, what happens when that Maybe happens? Maybe specifically... Does it cause it to it's just a different form? isotope. Does, well, okay. well it, it's, it's okay. not processed in the same way as normal helium is, but the point is there's, there's a lot of it on the moon, and we Why can are we running out of it? Because we keep putting it in balloons. Mostly, there's no more telling you we're running out of <laughs> helium because of balloons. Are I'm you not, sure it's not like the when we when we had a big thing for zeppelins? No, that was hydrogen. Oh, that was hydrogen. That's but why blew an, up, anyway, yeah. so uh, that's why like you would want to use helium, but there isn't enough helium to regularly make zeppelins. So that that's why they abandoned the zeppelin projects. I didn't know helium was scarce like that. But anyway, but you think they treat that like gold? It's like do. twenty five cents. Yeah, it is gold in the scientific <laughs> community. But we you, use I can it. Go to the party store down the street right now, and <laughs> yeah, I can get ten balloons so full of helium, helium for ten bucks. Could you go in there and just I mean, buy the whole, all the helium there at I mean, like Party City? Yeah, you can. You I can, can get a whole tank of helium I, for twenty bucks. I'm pretty sure that helium tanks you need to have some sort of clearance to get a hold of. You can buy, yeah. them. but I, I need know. it for research. You can buy them. Research of how high your voice can go. What is it? <laughs> no, I mean the scientific community. I'm part of it. Well, okay, sure. I want to see all the science guarantees. You can't buy a tank. <laughs> My sister had some kind of thing that spurred right. out helium, but it wasn't a big thing. Maybe it was just like canisters of helium. Well, yeah. I mean, you can get little cartridges. Maybe that's for what she had. Because I, I, but I feel like I've seen the tanks. They're just these big iron. You like, do. They, they look tank. like an oxygen tank. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, we can make more oxygen. We can't make more helium. But Why we not? release Why can't a lot we make helium in a lab because the the process to make it isn't as simple as just sticking an electrode in water like we have for electrolysis to make oxygen. Like name something that has helium in it as a normal piece of the process. You you probably can't. No, I definitely can't. My foot. I can't think of anything sure. that you can crack open or melt that would give me helium. Right. Well, see that therein lies the an problem. Egg? Anything. Think of anything. Right. So, like, things that contain helium are very, very limited. I don't even know what generates helium. Yeah. What do you have to burn? I mean, you have to combine hydrogen atoms to create helium, I think, which is the only reason. Like, so, this, well, what's the process, though? Like, because, like, you know, to get certain get things, you got to compress them or so, you got to melt them. So, or hilariously, gotta... it's the sun is the closest thing that we have to this. So, the sun uh, takes hydrogen atoms and combines them into helium atoms, and helium is not combustible. So through fusion, which is okay, I was just about to ask. So basically, it's fusion that yeah, causes you to have helium. So okay. the only ways we can get more helium right now are to build uh, uh, giant fusion. massive rigs that burn out. No, to build fusion reactors. 
but they burn the ones we make burn out. They, they go to the well, We haven't made one. We've never made a tried. successful one. We've tried. Yeah, we've been trying that's what I'm since saying. the they 50s. Burn out. No, we've never made one. They've never even got it lit. No, because you have to. In order to to create a sustainable process, you need to be able to have enough energy to create this to start the fusion process. We don't got that yet. No, we've like all the combined power on Earth is not enough. You to can't create plug a, a big battery in New York and just or L.A. and just no, because what I'm saying one is one time that, just kick it on. Like, I'm, what like I'm saying, sorry, you guys are gonna have a blackout for about twenty hours. No, what I'm saying is like the large hydron collider doesn't have enough energy to be able to do this. They were able to power it. To but be, the no. collider, they are able to power. We made little black holes from smashing things but they, into each other. But they're other. able to power it for a couple minutes. Not a minute, sorry, a couple seconds. That's... Yeah, but like what you're tr- what we're trying to do is create a reactor, a, a fusion reactor. Constant. I got yeah. you. But in order to do that, you need to generate enough power to start the but, process. But right, but once it, you just need you just need a spark to ignite it. Essentially, I mean, it, once it goes, it's good. Yeah, but you need to have basically enough pressure and mass to be able to shove those particles together until it combines into helium. Do it underwater. That doesn't cool. fix anything. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> If that was the case, then you just find the entire bottom of the ocean covered in liquid ni- uh, helium, and you don't. Well, see no, that. I mean we obviously got to put something down there to make that. We like get a, get a hydrogen collider down there. But the, the other bit Boom. is that in order to put down that much stuff, you have to bring hydrogen down that low, and then you need to keep enough stuff on top of it to pressure it. Listen, we got dreams it. of space elevators. I got dreams <laughs> of sea elevators. Just from the top, you walk on a platform. You want to go to Rapture? Down. Is that what we're talking? That's about? easy. How hard can mm. that be? Well, I mean, you got to build something to go out to the ocean. That'll just start with the platform. We call that a boat. We've invented that. I mean, that uh, just a platform that'll just sit there. It's called a dock. I mean, oil rig. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. An oil rig already does that. It just doesn't move people up. It moves. It doesn't move people down. It moves oil up. Yeah. Yeah, Very real. What was it? Um, They had a show on Adult Swim where people worked under the ocean. Are you C-Lab. just describing Archer no, or C Lab twenty twenty? C Lab twenty twenty, yeah. No, so that's so the the main problem that we have right now is that we we've been close, but we've never actually gen- created a um, a generator fusion reactor. So whenever we do get around to figuring that out, we'll a solve that problem and b effectively solve every. Do you think power they'll start? Do you, do you think they'll charge? Charge what for power? I mean, it, can, can they can they justify it? If yeah. this thing burns forever by itself and only needs to be maintained, I mean, I could understand them doing like well, you'd have dollars. To, you'd have to recoup the amount of money from R and D, obviously. I understand that, but if ev- if everybody in the world is running off of this thing, you're talking dollars per person. Dollars. No, 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 you're not. You're talking about percentages of a cent. Yeah, I, that's what I'm getting. Like, how could you justify charging more than like a dollar or, or a couple dollars, or five dollars a month for any well, household? Because they charge on everything else. No, well, no, because there's a reason. Because they can say scarcity, scarcity. We provide it because no one else can. But this fusion thing is powering everything in the world, and it's an infinite supply of power. And every it's common knowledge. It's how how can you justify it? So is this what Iron Man made? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean effectively, but uh, using unobtainium instead of something we actually have. Yeah, he put it I in his so. tiny little thing in his chest. Yeah. But and then Star Labs later created a full scale version that powers the city and stuff for free. But that's neither here nor there. No, the problem is that we've dumped in like a few trillion dollars into this over the last seventy years. 
So whenever we do end up doing it, it's going to be the cost of whatever the that R and D was over that whole Still period. Still cannot be that much per person. Well, put no. Everybody in the world together, that is nothing. No, but you you effectively eliminate like surcharges and stuff after like if I if I said like flat rate, it, just simply the amount of jobs that would create, just because like you're like oh we might as well start expanding the power out. Let's take the opposite example. So like a, a nuclear reactor only has like a handful of people to actually run the thing after it's built. The majority of the time and energy is spent on building the reactor, and then after that, you need like maybe a handful no, of people I to monitor. That. You it. just gotta have some maintenance crews. Uh, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't take much. Yeah, but like it doesn't create a shit ton of jobs after the thing's built. No, I'm saying it would create jobs based on the fact that it's generating free power. Countries areas could expand to where they couldn't before. Lower income areas can start getting power and houses out to places where there just wasn't anything. And I'm I, not, that doesn't really help Americans. It more helps everybody else in the, the world. Um, I think you would need more than one reactor just because of how power works, and I've tried to explain well, this earlier. Need I understand that, but once we have it, 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 the cost to make a second one over in, say, like Europe wouldn't be as significant. Well, yes, but you'd have to overhaul all the infrastructure as well because like, if generators that we have today end up creating energy at some rate, right? And so in order to get that rate to be reasonable you need to be able to transmit that amount of power over power lines and in order to get that to work you effectively need to um, have thick enough gauge wire to be able to conduct that electricity without just frying the wire from overheating so if you create a fusion reactor and that puts out like a crazy amount of energy that i can't even fathom off the top of my head and we're not just talking about megawatts or gigawatts we're, we're talking about um whatever's above that so like in order to get you there you need to be able to have an infrastructure that's capable of conducting that level of power i got you what i'm just saying the cost to do all that would be vastly reduced because it's already been discovered and laid out and done you could probably even do it more efficiently oh yeah i mean obviously the second version of whatever you're doing is cheaper than the first one right and it's probably more efficient as well I mean, arguably, but yeah. Unless, I mean, unless they cut costs. Well, so here, here's to, here's but. the crazy thing. So, you, you know how everybody's afraid of nuclear power? <laughs> yeah. So, well, silly. do you know why? Because, because of Chernobyl. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 obviously. But what was the one in Japan? That one too now? Uh, Fukushima. Fukushima, yeah. yeah. But uh, those melted down well, because quick, quick of Quick side fission. note, what a year. that the, Remember the women's soccer? Uh, that that same year the Fukushima happened, woman the 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 Chinese uh, what China right or Japan Japan I Fukushima tell you who I thought <sighs> Fukushima was Japan Japan I, I don't know. I'm gonna say Japan soccer. yeah it was so when Fukushima happened that country's women's soccer team went on to like out of nowhere just win the World Cup and I thought it was crazy like people and the whole world was like. Yeah, <laughs> we're okay with this. <laughs> we're okay with this. I'm lucky we actually got that down. Actually, it was 2011, so really, really recently. Oh, it's super recently. This is Japan, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Fukushima yeah. nuclear disaster. That Wikipedia. happened, and then the women's soccer team won. I just remember everyone was like, awesome. I just like it when like sports do that to people. It unites like the whole... The whole country. The, even sometimes bigger than that. That was like, that was the whole world at a certain point. Like most people were like, all right, you know... But I'm aren't okay there with nuclear the power plants like all over the world? Nope. I mean, there, couple. there are, but not as many as you think. I could think of like at least like seven within our northern. Yeah, but think, think about how many power plants there are. I'd see what you're saying with pa- just power plants, like, but I'm thinking lie, just yeah. like nuclear power plants. But they, if they melted down, and they're not that very be well maintained, a lot of them the, are abandoned. 
Oh, really? There's a lot or, of them that just aren't running. I don't know. This seems well, like I need to look. This a, lo- a lot of it's political, but that's neither here nor there. Whatever. They're just not running power. So, um, but the point is, the reason why people are afraid of that is because it's fission. And so fission requires the reaction to take a radioactive isotope nice. and then utilize. Okay, why you're scared, but Batman already solved this problem. If we lived in a universe with Batman, then I would agree. No, Batman solved this problem. You, you built the nuclear fission device underwater, and then if it goes crazy, you just collapse the water in on it. Fizzles uh, it out. You ra- yeah, a couple hundred million fish might die. But hey, we had free power for a good run. Yeah, so just to throw this out there, <laughs> the, Fukushima, the Fukushima radioactive, radio, ah, English, the radioactive wastewater has been discharged into the Pacific Ocean since the nuclear disaster in mm. 2011. Triggered by an earthquake and then a tsunami, which is why it melted Jesus down. Jesus Christ. You're like, all right, we made it through the earthquake. There's a tsunami coming. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, because, like, earthquakes create tsunamis. I mean, I get it. I'm just saying, like, you you avoid one great disaster. And you're like, woo. Yeah. And then you're like, there's a tsunami coming now. And you're like, which alarm is that? <laughs> it's like, it's it's Four? not it's not insult to injury. It's injury to injury. Right, yeah. <laughs> just get hit twice. It's like someone took off your first leg and then left, and another dude's coming by to take off your next leg. You're like, what is this? Uh, so anyway, where I was going with that is that fission requires something to break down. Fusion just when uh, whenever it, like if there is a quote unquote disaster and the process stops, the only thing that you need to do is start the reactor back up. There is no decay or there's no way to melt down a fusion reactor. It's it's physically impossible because of how the process works. All you're gonna end up with is a lot of, there's a lot of um, hydrogen that you really don't need. So there's 440 working nuclear reactor power plants. That's more than I thought in the there world. would be. But. Yeah, but how many like actual power plants are there besides that? Probably that's a few thousand. Probably more than that. I don't think so. You don't think we're in the tens of thousands for power plants? Substations? Right. Well, substations aren't more power plants. No, but a substation, I mean, it, it, it helps the power go farther. Yeah. It's still, it's still a relatively big station, and without them, power wouldn't get there. Yeah, it's it's a way of doing power distribution. I mean, I guess you would still need substations for nuclear power. So. You need substations for any power because yeah. it's it's a way of doing a distribution network. I got you. But regardless, what I was trying I mean, to still, get at... I feel like it's got to be in the tens. 62,500 power plants. Thank you, Google. Yeah, thank there you, Google. So that is everything from coal fire to hydroelectric to wind farms. Oh, wind farms are in that? Apparently. Interesting. Hmm. So, Evan... Hmm. Do you got a fact of the week? So Evan. Uh, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I heard. Uh, uh, Just add some I sh- to don't that. actually. I came unprepared today. No fact of the week? Nope. No fact of the week. It's been kind of dead. I don't really, uh, I don't know what's popping. <laughs> I've been working. Let's see if I can find something. Something juicy. You're just literally just gonna Google fact of the week. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. Fuck it. I really would do that. <laughs> we'll see what happens. It's like the platypus is the only poisonous. Have you though. guys heard about that uh, new game called Stray? Oh, where you're a cat. Oh, yeah. Where you're a cat. Uh, Has anybody played it? No. Anybody seen anything on it? 
Are you yeah. literally just a cat? Are you yeah, just you're a straight just a cat. cat. Yeah, just walking. You just like walk around. Play. Well, you like you. Is it multiplayer? Do people are you can like no. interact with other straight cats? No, it's it's not like that. Although that would be hilarious if it was like Dust Stranding like straight cats. <laughs> like you can make a gang and you know? yeah. just like cats, like <laughs> just going to play. That'd be poker. great. Like trying to steal like the bakery's food yeah. or some shit. It was a posse. No, I'd I'd love to see like you could leave notes for each other and all it is is like try. If anybody takes this idea, I want five percent. Yeah, they right. like leave Paul Prince the sign letter. Right, right, but it, all it is is like try finger butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The clan names like Gang Gang, <laughs> just signs all over the place. Yeah, have we're marking our territory. Cat well, language. I found the answer to our question here. Uh, looks like the fact of the week, at least <laughs> after at the my moment, minute of looking. <laughs> Right, is that there are more tigers in the state of Texas than in the wild. That doesn't surprise <laughs> me at Like domesticated? What? what? No, no, no. It doesn't say domesticated. It just says no, in like, general. You, you know how Tiger King has like his own yeah, little yeah, ranch? Yeah, I got you. But that, that's, that's well, I knew tigers were kind of, aren't they? They're on the endangered list of some, they're, at some degree. They are. That, I, 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 I don't so know what probably. level, but they're on the list. Yeah, they're endangered. But it's, it's mostly because of poaching like every other. Or people like space. the Tiger King. <laughs> well, right. He just doesn't take care of the tigers that well, and then kills them if they're not healthy enough. Um, I mean, goddamn! How, how much do you think it costs to get a vet to look at a tiger? <laughs> hey, hey! I got a cat. Well, yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys do house visits by any chance? He's real sick. Well, don't they have like? <laughs> how big is he? I'd say a large cat. <laughs> say I'm happy. How many pounds? Twelve, thirteen? Oh, twelve hundred. Two, three pounds. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, how does it, how much does a tiger weigh? Six six hundred pounds? That sounds right. It, that sounds too heavy. For the sake of argument, I don't care. But don't care would you rather fight no. a tiger? You're not or... doing this shit again. <laughs> no, rather fight a tiger or an alligator. I'd rather fight an alligator. Alligator. Mm. But you're in the you're in the water. That alligator. I mean, a tiger in the water, you might be able to do. I feel like a tiger is going to kill the alligator in the water. I feel like a tiger is going to kill the alligator in the water. Like, I just, I don't think the tiger would. No, they like to like latch on and roll. The I mean, you got it in jaws. Like, unless that gator like snaps its face, I don't think tiger. It's tiger. Is the assumption both of them can see each other off the rip? We'll say, we'll say he's in the water. But the tiger's away. Like eyes perched, top of the jaws out. So are they in like a swimming pool? Shallow, shallow water. The the alligator can easily come out. The tiger could easily go in. They're they're meeting on the shallow end at the best. Three feet. You know, we want to make a semi fair fight between tiger and alligator. Three feet deep. <laughs> That's fair. So it's Three like feet, right at the that, shoreline. Is it, that would be at like the bottom of the tiger's chin. I would feel like. Is it murky water? Oh, uh, you know, it's swampy. We're, we got to be in the Amazon, you know. Well, okay. else is this going to happen? Then I think this, I mean, Florida, Florida I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but, like, I think the alligator, the gator would win immediately. Like, immediately? <laughs> yeah. Because it, all it needs to do is pop his under underwater, and, the, and he's just going to be like, where the fuck is this brown thing among the brown muck that I'm in in the brown what do you swamp? Mean? It's, like it's got him. Anything that's got you in its jaws, you know where it's at. Like if something grabs me in the murkiest water imaginable on the leg, I'm. St- 
<laughs> I'm punching right where that leg is. Yeah, no, you're also okay. probably losing that leg in the process. I want to lose but like, my leg. Gators, Gators roll when they when I, they. I'm not saying they're going to be vicious, but like, I'm saying. <clears throat> I think it's one and done. The Gators got the advantage in the I, water. I would say even if the tiger was able to get a hold of the gator, that the gator would probably just kill it by infection like a week later because it, it, all it needs to do is rip it into it once and then it's infected with swamp But you're bullshit. just negating that tiger's claws and its fangs. No, I'm not. Like, it's going to shred the back of that alligator real quick. It may do some damage. I'm, not, I, I'm giving you the jaw. If it gets its jaw pretty much like on the head or like any, <clears throat> like if it gets a good grab, but like on a limb, if, if it grabs one of its limbs, I'm giving it to the tiger. The back, like imagine like getting kicked with the back leg of just a house cat with its claws. That shit can tear your arm up. The back claws, one tiger back claw right to the neck. So God. just just for reference, gators have a bite that's three times as strong as a tiger's. I'm giving you the bite. But you just look at the claws. Look at the back claws of a tiger. A tiger's meaty. That's just they're big. So you want to know what this article thinks? So I don't I don't think it would be an issue because like reading from this article that I'm probably stealing from Garrett, uh, it would be harder for a tiger to get a hold of a large alligator simply because of the bone covering the neck. Tigers kill by crushing the neck. If you could get underneath it, then no problem. But if they're both in the water, I doubt that's going to happen. I'll give you the water. I just think you know if it gets one of its limbs and the tiger can move, the tiger can win. If it can sl- if it can get to it slashing and kicking. That gator's only got one move, and it's going to hold on. I don't think it's going to keep biting. Well, no, I, I think you. So, roll. like, yeah. I it's think take what it can get. <clears throat> if it gets one leg, it's gone. I think the top of a gator is like way more protective than the bottom side. I don't care how protect. I get that it's hard, but like you, you just, you just this tiger's claws, bro. Look at them; they're daggers. Yeah, but you'd have to flip the bitch to get to anything with like that's how like much exposed. force? Like, like look how much force a tiger slash has. Is this in the water still? Because like you're moving, I don't care where it's at. You're fighting water resistance in order to even get a claw. I mean, it's we'll just put it right there on the shallow end, you know, not in water. We'll just put this right on land. Because realistically, a tiger's not going in water unless it's just drinking. I mean, they swim. So just just for reference, yeah, just just throwing this out. So here's another question: Do tigers hunt alligators? Tigers are exclusively carnivores. They eat most animals in the wild, ranging from small rabbits to crocodiles, grizzly bears, other alligators, uh, crocodiles and alligators, Mm. rhinoceros, and even elephants. Look, it's in its prey category. In the prey category. So these tigers are busting moves. Bro, they're big. (laughs) Well, all all I'm saying is that crocodiles and alligators have existed for millions of years, and tigers only popped up recently. I'm just saying. Do you remember Mowgli? Yeah, she, I, was, she, I was about to say Shere Khan. Oh, Shere yeah. Khan. <laughs> Shere Khan? I thought his name was Shere Khan. I don't know. It should be Shadiah Twain. Like S-H-A-R, like Shere Khan. She's Shere. Whatever. It's just Shere. She's a good singer. They had a good one. I think it was the Mowgli movie. It was called Mowgli. Yeah. And it had the CGI tiger. It was pretty cool. It was good. It was Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And then Christopher Cumberbatch was the snake. Yeah, I think that Scarlett or Scarlett Johansson was the snake. Yeah, that's where it was. Yeah. It was good. I liked it. It was pretty good. But nah, I'm I'm giving it to Tiger. Respect to alligators and your dinosaur friends, but I'd say if they're in the water, the gator's gonna win. If the they're on land, Tiger's gonna. Win. I'm gonna see a. I'm gonna need to see a dice roll with advantage from that from that gator. That's what I'm gonna need to see. 
<laughs> I don't know. You gave it advantage. It's going to win. I don't know, man. It's got to roll, roll really low twice to get that loss. We'll see. Give it to the Tiger. <laughs> Are you going to roll? No, that roll was it was a metaphorical roll. Yeah. <clears throat> Do it in your mind. Mine, my mind said the Tiger won. I want to see a D20. I mean, that would give it to the Tiger. Not only would it give it to the Tiger, the Tiger would then triumphantly scream and roar over the, <laughs> <laughs> over the alligator's body as the alligator's family watched in terror. So That's what a D20 would do. So Just like laughing. Would he you, would slash at him and the, the, the fucking alligator would explode in ferocity. Yeah. <laughs> the alligator just like he touched like it and nuke just blo- it. blew up. The power of the tiger was so vast. <laughs> so which is a better movie? The Jungle Book or Disney adaptation of Robin Hood? Both furry movies. I love the Robin Hood movie. It's my ringtone, the whistling rooster. Yeah, I yeah love that. that's my that's my ringtone. It's been my ringtone for years. The uh, the guy that did that song, don't don't whistle into <laughs> the real ones now. No, he's the real been... ones know what I'm talking about. So uh, that guy is a folk singer. He's been doing it for like fifty. Doody 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 doodo. Doody 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 do. I love that song. <laughs> no, I lo- that was I love that uh, that Disney remake. I watched it so many times. I would say that one's better for me, anyway. Wait, they did a remake? No, no, that one. The original, oh, the original, the original. Yeah, yeah. The adaptation with the furries, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which weren't furries at the time. It was just animal creatures, yeah. whimsical, anthropomorphic <laughs> it characters. Wasn't, it wasn't weird or sexual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, crap. Made Marion completely throw a wrench. Yeah, into like things. Bambi was great. I mean, I don't know if I'd say Bambi was great. Bambi was good. Um, Oliver and Company was amazing. I loved Oliver and Company. That wasn't Disney, was it? Disney didn't make that? Pretty oh. sure they did. Yeah, they did. With the dog and the cat? Yeah, yeah. I think that was them. There was a competitor that's very close to it. What? Uh, um, Aristocats was good. <coughs> but yeah, I, th- I think, uh, yeah, for whatever reason... Robin Hood for me always takes the W. I I don't know why. Uh, it was just good. I don't know. It was it very. It, I don't know. It kind of felt kind of like a boys Disney movie. You know, there weren't. I don't feel Getting like there were back uh, to the poor. I don't feel like there was. Well, no. I'm just saying. Like, when you think about Disney movies, they're they're more like princesses and you know more cutesy. There aren't a lot of like boys. Disney yeah, movies. Like, I, mean, well, I mean, if you exclude Star Wars, like you don't see too many. Well, movies. Well, that was Disney at the time. Well, right, but you you don't see too Sleeping many. Sleeping Beauty. It was definitely. It wasn't, I'm just that, kidding. That was for the boys. <laughs> boys can watch it. I would what say. What about but Snow White? Yet again, boys could watch I it. I mean, there were Not seven. Hate, boys, I watched it. I watched seven it. dwarves. I wouldn't say it was when I say it's for the boys. It's, <laughs> it's for the boys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, so like, just for another example, how many how many Disney movies have any weapons being fired in them? That one, they had bows all over the They had the definitely place. bows. Weapons fired magic. Well, like the Black Cauldron had another example where they had a sword, but that was about it. Was that Disney? Yeah. Um, that was the one that got stuck in production hell and had like half they of its runtime definitely had swords. Um, I mean, has any Disney movie really been... No, Tartan. Tartan yeah, had guns. Phil Collins went oh, yeah, hard. Phil Collins went so <laughs> hard, bro. Phil Collins was like 25% of why that movie was great. I want to be... <laughs> The very best? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. 
And that's totally not Phil Collins. <laughs> what a twist it actually was. <laughs> My God. Was it? No. no. <laughs> You're confusing me. Not at all. No, I uh, I really liked it because basically <laughs> throughout the entire movie, they were, uh, basically it was just Robin Hood getting one up on the other guys. Oh, yeah, it was great. I think that it was so well done, too. I just like they, the animation teams at Disney are always good. I mean, they always have done it. So Nickelodeon. Have That's you a, uh, heard, uh, what is it? <clears throat> I Carly was talking about like the things with... That Jeanette McCurdy had to deal with. Oh, her new interview <coughs> that Jeanette McCurdy did. Yeah, I didn't. I saw some of the stuff that Jeanette, Jeanette McCurdy was talking about, but I didn't see anything else. Well, like did she just talk about how Dan Schneider's a creep and how her mom was? Uh, like, just like you don't miserable. Yeah, yeah. It was more about like her mom and kind of like what was happening backstage and like Disney. Disney off or not Disney? Uh, Nickelodeon offered her three hundred thousand dollars for hush money. They they said we'll give you three hundred dollars since it was so upset, we'd like to offer they, they presented it as a gift like we'd like to give you three hundred thousand dollars for this upsetting uh, sequence of events we would appreciate it if you wouldn't talk about them publicly and so she she denied taking it and instead did an interview yeah <laughs> good for her like yeah. fuck that for sure you just want to suppress my my trauma so that way you have a better image well right it's all about brand loyalty at no, the end yeah of the day. I started watching the new season of iCarly. I did too. I like it. Is it yeah, good? I, I I am sad that Sam's not in it, but like I get her reasons, and you know, she well, doesn't have to. Even this season, like I, I understand they managed, they managed to move on. I just hope there's not like bad blood between them because they were always good. Like, like you don't. Uh, want, hopefully, you don't, there's no more corruption. You don't want another Drake and Josh situation. Like, yeah, you want these these people to like each other. You ever think that Drake just got like a big lie put on him and like everybody? I, I don't like. Josh, I, <laughs> yeah, well, what, I, I mean, like. I think I don't know. What, Maybe in, I'm in the series or Josh Peck. The no, person. I love Josh in the series. I love Josh the character, like his character, and even a lot of the movies that he's done. Not a lot of them. A couple of the movies that he's done, I've really liked him in. Where I can't say the same for Drake. Like I, Drake was okay, and Drake and Josh, like he was good. He was just kind Drake, of the comedy shtick for me. I mean, not really. He just played the dumb guy. That's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't really that vast, and it, like I, I don't think I've seen him in a movie where I really thought he was good. But apparently, he's got a big like music scene. Whatever, got talent. He's doing his thing, but like, I really like Josh in the series, and Drake was okay, and Carly was Carly, you know. Yeah, but have you seen like Drake's allegations about like whatever he treated young girls or something? Oh, back wait, there? what? That's yeah, terrible. have you heard? Hold on, go on. I hope that's not. Have you read true. about that at all? No. Oh, look it up. Like Drake's like, you know, sexual allegations toward him and stuff like that about when he was in younger when Nickelodeon and stuff, and so, Josh was talking about it. I've got like, like zero details out of anything. Yeah, you yeah nothing you said. All, all I understand is that there were sexual allegations brought against I, Josh. I, did, I don't know where. Her, yeah, like apparently, like he's not really around anymore. And like Josh was talking about, like you know, coming out with the truth and stuff. Like later. Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to look. We'll, we'll get back to this on the next next time. Are you, I'm gonna, are you I'll, gonna look it? I'll up? look some stuff up. Yeah, you just told me one of uh, one the person that I just sided with has sexual allegations, <laughs> that's, that's and I got to look into this so I can determine if I can still side with him or not. I, I mean, like he's he's a pretty boy, so like I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's whatever. You be a pretty boy, but saying like someone's got sexual allegations that's serious. Like, well, yeah. Like, what but does that mean? There's two sides to every story. Like, 
But it's allegations, though. It doesn't mean, like, you can say but, but anything. But we know how the world works now. An allegation is a career ruiner. It's, a, it's yeah. basically, you're done. Yeah, if you, if you, if you if anyone who says, oh, you slept with a minor, everyone's like, nope, no more records. Oh, unless if you're Johnny And that's Depp, where they end though. it, because they're not going to hear the redemption story of, uh, like, all these claims were false, because the idea is already out there, and even those people, like, 25% of those people are not going to change their mind now. But oh, what yeah. about Johnny Depp? 25% of people think he's a woman beater still, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I think he should have won that case, and I believe he hit her. But I also believe she hit him. Yeah. I, it, it's kind of hard not to hit somebody that shits on the bed. Well, I think <laughs> I, I, I think I think they were both hitting each other. I think it was mutually abusive. I don't think it was one way or the other. But in the in the terms of the case, I think Johnny should have won it because I don't know what she was doing. Well, I, so like <laughs> the 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 only problem with having a court case is that it, it's. Uh, it's one-sided whenever you do that. So, like, you'd have to have a case against Amber Heard and then a case against Johnny Depp. And those court cases are separate, and you have to bring allegations one side or the other. You can't say, oh, well, Johnny hit me too, because that's irrelevant to the matter of the case. Yeah, court. it's irrelevant to the case, yeah. yeah. What was that? Um, I like I like the old cartoons when they would be like, they would talk to the writers or the, the drawers. Like, what um, are you doing up there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, or like uh, whenever a pencil would enter Looney Tunes and draw yeah, some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mihoy, Minoy. Uh, no, that was when an animator dropped a pencil in the thing. <laughs> I loved SpongeBob in that episode. What, the the dumb dumb SpongeBob? No, Doodlebob. Yeah, Doodlebob. Doodle Bob. Yeah. Mihoy, Minoy. Doodlebob, what, what, Doodlebob SpongePants? Something like that. He spoke in gibberish, so yeah, it was impossible. He's like, and then he stole the pencil, <laughs> and then he started erasing them. Back when SpongeBob was good. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. surprised they never returned that to that. Doodle Bob, idea. yeah. For real. There's like a lot and of good ones. He got back one-offs. his pencil with yeah, a band-aid like why on didn't it. They just have they didn't have any sequels like any of the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And now it would just be too long of a callback. Yeah, like, but you would get nostalgia. You yeah. definitely get nostalgia from it. Yeah, you, you probably bring back you probably the get some crew. millennials being like, "All yeah. right, what's this? <laughs> yeah, all right, what's this? All, all right. This, like all this other shit didn't happen. You got man rank? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, man, Ray! <laughs> another Olympics. That was really, well, the Olympic episode was great. Or another uh, bowl. Yeah, uh, the bowl. The, the bowl episode. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. sweet, sweet <laughs> victory. I remember how they tried to do that at the Super Bowl for us, and they just like butchered it. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think anything happened. <laughs> it's like it nobody was. cared. <laughs> no, I think it was just the beginning and like, oh, we're about to present to you something. And then it was like they just did a show or something. Oh, they cut it off halfway through. That's what it was. Yeah. They didn't know. do anything to Sweet Victory, really. Or maybe, something. Maybe it was about licensing rights. I can't remember. Super Bowl. Who's going to Super Bowl this year? Oh, that's a hard one. Did, speaking of fo- football, though, did you guys see the video of Joe Burrow working out? No. It's hilarious. So the whole team is doing uh, uh, suicides, and Joe Burrow is on the far other end driving a uh, one of those big medical carts back and forth <laughs> from side to side because he's in a little boot. That's amazing. <laughs> he was out there doing workouts with the team. <laughs> so he's got like a golf cart yeah no but no i'm not a medical cart like the things like when a player gets hurt and they put you in the big ass like, oh, like bunker the thing with the, the stretcher yeah it's yeah. big and he was out there just like big big ueys up there in the middle of the field that's amazing <laughs> driving 20 yards to the, <laughs> making another big ue it's a good time i got yeah. this boys 
I thought it was hilarious. If anybody gets winded, hop on back. I'll drive you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then uh, DJ Reader, our tackle, was talking about his uh, Madden rating. And he was comparing himself to teams. They were like, he said fucking he was stronger than me. He's like, I do. He's like, I'm out here benching like 450. He's benching like 320. Madden sitting here telling me my strength's 62. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I can't lift a big dog or something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, Madden is where it's at. It's brutal. There was one dude that wrote like a really long letter like maybe 10, 12 years ago to Madden. And uh, he was like, I'm glad like you put my punt return as a zero. I'm glad to know that if the ball came flying at me, I would just sit there like an idiot looking at the sun while it bricked me in the face. (laughs) (laughs) They just put him at a zero. Yeah. Not even like 12. No, nothing. He's like, I just go completely dumb. My mom, I'd lose all consciousness. Ball would hit me in the face. I'd be drooling. And he said a letter. Yeah, it's a Dear John Madden, and then he CC'd EA Sports on it. You can look it up. It's a whole letter. I don't forget the guy's name. Is John Madden around anymore? He passed away, I think, oh, yeah. last year. Yeah, that's true. Unfortunate. Well, at least he was can't it, uh, receive those letters anymore. Was it Ethan Albright? That sounds right, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, to man, John Madden, Ethan. CC Electronic Arts Sports. From Ethan Albright, re, being the worst-rated player on Madden 07. Hi, John. My name is Ethan Albright. I play line for the Washington Redskins. You probably already knew that, so I'll continue. I'm writing in regards to the overall player rating of 53 that I've received in Madden NFL Football <laughs> 2007. <laughs> I feel that this is fucking bullshit and you should kiss my motherfucking ass. Ahmed Carroll was was rated a 78 and the Packers just cut his ass on a Tuesday morning after his performance in a Monday night game. That's pretty terrible. The worst part is that his overall rating was a sniffing 80. Uh, You know what, John? Two can play at this game. I rate you a fucking 12. I I rate you a fucking 12 in Ethan Albright football 2000 ever. Except for in the category of ball licking, in which case I will spot you a 98 rating. You will receive this score because I will never give your blubbery ass a 99 in any category. Take that, pencil dick. Go do Al Michaels or something. Boom. It's also pretty wonderful that my awareness rating is a 59. You make it sound like I wake up in the morning, helplessly shit and piss myself, then lose three of my teeth before I discover that I'm not trying to eat a rock for breakfast. (laughs) Fuck, John. I understand that you saying that I'm slow and lacking athleticism, but a rating like this pretty much labels me as retarded. Rod, quote, he hates me, unquote. Smart, had a 52 in this category. Electronic Arts is saying that even a seven rating point separate me from me and the breathing embodiment of the perfect oxymoron. Rod Smart struggled to arrange his words in a sentence form. <laughs> Cavemen had better hold of the English language. The only actions that separate p- point values from ignorance of this embarrassing going. level of things is like using your own toothbrush to wipe your ass. I basically edged out Rod by lack of shit teeth. If I take a night school class, could you bump me up to a 60? <laughs> I guess I couldn't just fathom the fact that I'm the absolute worst rated player out of the entire NFL. Fuck, man, there's some pretty shitty guys out there. Among everyone, I was rated the absolute worst. I've received the impression that you feel like I'm lacking in the agility category. I should consider a walk through my living room where I don't crash through a wall or kick over furniture as a resounding success. My agility rating on your game is 33. It makes it sound like I topple over if I start walking too fast. 
Ted Washington is rated 40 in agility. He's lifted at 365 pounds. If Ted Washington tied up a white lady and made her wear a metal bikini, he'd look like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> John, you were such a fucking dick. I also noticed that my kick return rating was a zero. I was rated a fucking zero. So you shouldn't feel that I even reserved, shouldn't even receive a 10 or even a five. You're pretty much saying that I couldn't even fall forward on a ball kicked in my direction. I would just stand there. Let the ball bounce off my fucking face. <laughs> oh man, Ethan, all right. <laughs> Fuck that, John. I returned an onside kick six yards in 2002. You should have slapped on a four for me. You had EA staff ambush me with paintball guns. Finally, I would like to comment on the unlikely topic my pass coverage rating. See that I am better at man-to-man coverage 31 than zone 21. Fuck me sideways with a lunchbox. Where did these scores even come from? How much time is spent coming up with the pass coverage rating of the offensive lineman? Can I have that job? Let's see here. I think that Orlando Pace would be significantly better at jumping in mid-hearing routes than Larry Allen. While I'm at it, I can assign the passing ratings of offensive lineman as well. You can use mine as a guide. I was rated with this throwing power of 17 and an accuracy of 16. Orlando Pace is a 22 power and 17 accuracy rating. Did someone at EA really put in the time to figure out that Orlando Pace edges out Ethan Albright in both throwing and accuracy? I will challenge him any day. My horrible passer ratings are from the greatest misfortune to my son, Redbeard Jr. The poor boy is not only hideously ugly and covered by freakishly large freckles, he also has to suffer through playing catch with me and my senile elderly woman type passer ratings. <laughs> A session of tossing the pigskin usually consists of me missing my son by 30 yards in sporadic directions. <laughs> I led him in front of a fire truck once and my wife kicked my ass. This is because of my 76 toughness rating. <laughs> Yes, the 76 is far better than other ratings, but I'm a fucking lineman, damn it. NFL linemen are considered to be synonymous with toughness. According to your game, I am a retarded, uncoordinated, pussy-ass fuckwad that can't fall on a kickoff, throw, or spell. I am, however, slightly better at manning up on a receiver than dropping into zone coverage. You lose your mind more and more every year, old man. Fuck you, John. Please expect to find red pubes and various meals you consume for the rest of your life. If you fuck with Ethan Albright, call down the thunder. Rotten hell, Ethan Albright. <laughs> this man said, fuck me sideways with a lunchbox. <laughs> All right. They take it seriously. They read these Madden ratings. Read I mean, I agree with it. <laughs> my wife, my I didn't wife. understand how serious... It's up there, bro. I mean, think about it. Like, what was that? Like, four think pages? about if you ran fast and you felt like you were pretty quick, and then the Madden was like, you run like a sixty, <laughs> and you're like sixty. Like, I'm faster than all of my friends. A sixty. <laughs> Insulting. So here you go. Uh, so the top of the article before I read all that reads: "In honor of the 25th anniversary of Madden football, and it's released today on Madden Day, we thought we'd look at the funniest bit of Madden-related goodness at that 25-year history." This classic letter was written by a now defunct sports blog, The Fat Three, spelled with P's instead of T's, I guess, and whatever. I don't know. They can't spell. Uh, the premise of the course is that it's written to John Madden from the Redskins long snapper, Ethan Albright. Albright, known as the Red Snapper, was a relatively successful in NFL player, appearing in 236 NFL games. 
However, Ethan's biggest claim to fame is for something he didn't even do, laying the smack down to John Madden for his terrible ratings in the game. <laughs> Below, we present the unedited piece of internet legend from 2007. Oh, it wasn't actually a person. I thought he wrote it. That's upsetting. No, he did. That's, no, that's I it. You, I thought you said it, was, it wasn't actually him who wrote it. No, he was saying that it was something that he didn't actually do in the NFL. Oh, he's like more known for this letter than it is yeah. anything he did <laughs> in 236 games. It's hilarious. Yeah. Hey, got famous. That's hilarious. I just want to, I, I really wish I could figure out if John or EA Sports was the one that handed that to the press. What if somebody just clicked zero, just well, being bored, just like, fuck this guy. Like, hey, do the ratings for us on the every player. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it is true. Like, <laughs> who the hell is doing the ratings over there at Tribune? Like, it's not players. It's not NFL analysts. It's not. He hadn't even had his morning coffee. He just pressed zero. <laughs> like it's just people looking at, like, I guess, game film and going, like, he looks like a 92 on speed. He looks like he can't catch. Well, I bet it's based off of, like, thing like just metrics. He looks like, like how he the could players really take today. a lunchbox. And so, like, if, if I was a developer on Madden, I would probably have a bunch of shit auto-populate based off of the records for each player. That way I don't have to stare at footage forever. I mean, that's a lot of data and like the the stats are so in-depth that like it ranges from like inside coverage outside coverage zone man coverage man zone i'm not arguing any of that what i'm saying is that electronic arts sports division is probably not full of a bunch of uh sports buffs it's just a bunch of developers that are getting paid to make a game i bet some of them like sports well yeah obviously but like probably the majority of them at least the ones that are doing the rating systems are just going what's the laziest way i can put this together without me doing a shit ton of manual labor because you have to you have to maintain a uh, hundred hundreds of people right yeah more than i mean yeah at least at least a couple hundred i mean at least probably close to a thousand now so if you had got a, like <coughs> practice squad players and shit now so yeah. if you had a thousand people that you had to actively keep more. stats I on thousands thousands right less than 10 obviously probably less than five but let's let's say that there are five thousand people five, five, so you've five. got five thousand records where you have to fill in something like it's not just five thousand records you have five thousand people with probably about four you probably need about 40 de- a, a detailed stat on about 40 stats I'm yeah but that's what i'm saying is that it's like 40 stats and it's offensive offensive and defensive right they've got separate it's special stats teams that. special return yeah but he said like he got pass coverage as a lineman so obviously yeah, yeah. they just fill in the blanks for everything so you've well, got to do no, all I mean, the offensive Madden, and defensive Madden's, stuff. Uh, Madden's added more stats over the years is what I'm saying. Like so, 2010 uh, Madden is not the same. As it actually years. says that there's 1,696 players. Okay. Still, though, like that's a lot of, of data to enter into a spreadsheet I by agree. Hand. They probably have some kind of algorithm to generalize it, and then they go through and then specifically edit it. What if right. this computer's just watching them like, oh, did he miss that or not? Well, no. What, what I was getting at is like some of those oddball stats that he just got points in for no reason. I'm pretty sure it's because the algorithm had a couple bugs in it back in 2007. Well, my assumption was back in the day because of how it worked. They probably had a slider. And essentially what would happen was if you put too many high stats in the slider, their overall would became over. too much. So they had to be like zero on punt returns. So that way they could put you at like an 86 on pass coverage. I or, guess. But he had like a 50-something overall. What was it? Well, right. 53? So all of his stuff in general was low. They're saying he wasn't even a very good like lineman. He wasn't good at his profession. Apparently, was, Ethan uh, would disagree with you on that. I, no, I would say I think that's dumb to put anybody at a fifty. Like fifty, in my mind, is somebody who's barely out of college and might make the NFL. 
Like, if you play 203 games in the NFL, you're at least a 70. 236. Yeah, you're at least a 70 overall. Like, that's hard. In those games? Yeah, like, you're very, like a 50 is someone who's on the cutting edge. Like, you're, you're gone. Like, you don't, you're about to go. Yeah, but he, he was on the not, line. Like, you may not even make the practice squad. Like, this is your shot. If you're scoring a 50 on Madden? Yeah, you're cutting them, bitches. Oh yeah, you're well, that, a 50 on your team. That's what he was saying: is that somebody with a higher score than him got cut after a game? He's like, the Packers just cut his ass. So, like, are you overly surprised that this happened? But anyway, the thank you for enlightening us on that bit of Madden little, history. Yeah, a little summer gift. Man, I have not laughed that hard in a long time. It's a good one. Yeah, that was pretty funny. So, have you ever stomped like uh, raspberries in a? big like bucket where are we going with this so like you're just trying raspberry juice they like crush up the raspberries with their feet you're describing grapes and wine oh that's how they make wine yeah well they do (laughs) like where are we going with raspberries as well as raspberries no they don't they pretty much just smash this shit into concentrate or cranberries that's not what that means either what there's no smashing something into concentrate you just they smash the shit out of it and then it go they, they drain the stuff and yeah, you you separate yeah. whatever it makes whatever. Yeah, so they smash it and yeah. they drain it. Yeah, to make concentrate, you just reduce the amount of water in something until it's concentrated. That's what I. That's what I was getting to. Huh. So you smash it, you get the stuff out of it, and then they usually just drain the pulpage out of it when they get the thing, and then the liquid just drips out of it. That's all. That's all it is. So that would also be a miserable job, trying to farm on a cranberry bog. Because that's that seems miserable to me. A cranberry bog. Look yeah, at bog. look at them. Oh. Yeah, they're quite literally standing in a puddle of water with with uh, cranberries. Oh, is this how they're grown? Just yeah, yeah. Thing? It's a they're called cranberry bogs, and it's oh. literally grown in a bog. What, but it's like acres them? and acres of water that cranberries grow on top of. That's kind of cool. You just shovel them up. Yeah, more or less. You just have to scrape the surface. But the thing is, I would be concerned, like picking up random shit. Well, no, you've got two people out there, and I think the reason is because it would be difficult to collect them with a machine. Without, like, either A, getting stuck because it's fucking heavy. I guess. You think a little tugboat could do it, though? Or, like, maybe put some sort of uh, dense thing on the bottom of the water? Yeah. All right, let me figure this out. Or, like, a net that you could just pull up in the big areas? Figure what out. How are cranberries harvested? <laughs> the fascinating topics of cranberry harvesting. Wait, look, I'm, I'm legitimately... It's okay, okay, look at this picture. So, like, it's, it's literally got this um, black netting around it where it's like, this is, in, and then it just leaks outside of the bog to the rest of the area. That's okay, so cranberries are harvested one in two ways, wet harvest or dry harvest. Most are wet harvested when the field is flooded, but very few are dry harvested with a mechanical picker to be sold as fresh fruit. That sounds annoying. When, fr- when fields are going to be wet harvested, the field is then flooded. Could you imagine what it would be like to have a pear phone? What's a pear phone? From like iCarly and like Instead Joey of an iPhone, it was just an iPhone with a pair over it instead. Yeah, and it was shaped like a pear. Can you imagine just having an iPhone? That's a, basically the question. You yeah, but ask. it's not shaped like a pear. Well, oh, the pear phone shaped like a pear. Oh yeah, yeah it was shaped it was, like a pear. It was shaped like a pear. Can you imagine having a game sphere? <laughs> it's spherical. <laughs> spherical. <laughs> They got me. On a similar note, the Wii was originally called the Revolution when it first came out. Before the Nintendo Revolution. Yeah, yeah, that was the name of the system. And while it's, it was in development, they didn't actually title it yet. And then I guess I guess the marketing team strangled the living hell out of that and created the Wii because Wii would like to play. 
Anyway, so I'm glad they killed that. Uh, <laughs> we I, well, would I, like them. I didn't really like the the Wii's generation of Nintendo. I mean, I thought it was very creative and actually led into a lot of the tech that's in the Switch. I love the Switch. I mean, I like, agree. the Switch is great though. Yeah, dude, I played the Switch. This. Just to me, is just a, it's just a twenty twenty Game Boy. Well, dude. okay, I'll I'll put it this way: all of the stuff that we have in the VR space right now can be directly contributed to the Wii. More or less. Well, it's because of the pointed controls, the the gyroscopes, and everything else. That I would it. argue to say that that was already around. Just Nintendo was the first to incorporate it in like a massive user base. <coughs> well, yeah. no, but like that technology had to be refined, and effectively, it was just a big development process. But right after that, you had Sony copy that with the balls on the end of sticks. You remember that for the PS3? Well, they had the six access stuff way before that. No, no, like, no. The, I mean, they, that's a, that's. I mean, that is a portion they had that for the PS4. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like that's that goes into that. That's a portion. That's a precursor to that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like the the pointy sticks <coughs> that were like had a little glowy ball on the end. Yeah, on I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. So yeah. those things were that was for the VR though. Yeah, but it was before the VR. But okay. regardless, so that was their imitation of copying the Wii. And then Xbox tried it with the whole. Uh, they decided to go the other direction, use the same yeah, augmented tech to reality. Do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they had that uh, connect. That was terrible. That was terrible. Yeah, yeah it was so bad. They didn't do anything with it. Just like there was nothing. They literally, did nothing it. to do it. They did nothing with it. Yeah. Now the Xbox One and the Xbox One S also require you in order to control your TV remotely. You have to have a connect. No, you don't. They, they discontinued the connect. Yeah, they I know. Discontinued but it. I tried it back at the house trying to get the Xbox One I mean, to like, I, turn on the TV, and it's like you have to plug in your connect in order to enable this functionality. Uh, well, the Xbox Series X it just connects like you can connect through cable and stuff. Yeah, I know you can connect to the Alexa. You can tell it to turn on. Well, you have to use an. Well, I don't know about either one of those, but you have to use a, an IR thing in order to hook it up to the TV. I got you. Yeah. There's like a, an IR fiber line that runs out of the back of the Xbox. You can run into the audio line at the Gillen TV. And that can turn it on and off, I guess. Or maybe it's the IR receiver. I don't remember. Some TVs don't have those, though. But anyway, all of the Wii stuff ended up paving the way for the Oculus and the rest of the VR things. Because the biggest issue wasn't the headset. It was trying to get your hands to work correctly. Uh, have you guys ever seen Boneworks? No. So it's a, it's a game where pretty much everything you do is in quote unquote real space. And so like if you pick up an object off the ground, you could throw it at a wall and instead of it phasing through the wall like it does in every other VR game, you literally have that object collide with the wall. I just want to play Beat Saber. I guess that seems like epilepsy to me, but I think it would be awesome. It seems like a Guitar Hero with lightsabers. Yeah, it basically is. I would love to see you play da 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 on there. Do blaze. It's it's fly to the bumblebees, but it's based off of a rap song, and the beginning of it is da 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 da, and then it does fly to the bumblebees with that sound. But it's it's hilarious. But anyway, the bears and the bees and the cigarette trees, <laughs> the cigarette trees <laughs> on the big rock candy mountains. Yeah. How how is the tobacco industry doing? I mean, thriving as usual. You don't think that big tobacco is in bed with the vape companies and whatever? It's just changing the market. I saw a movie on uh, HBO called Old. Oh, I love that movie. Is this the Beach Shyamalama Ding Dong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was actually pretty decent. Spoilers, spoilers ahead. Um, so the concept of that was like they would basically just essentially trap people through like an all expenses paid vacation kind of thing and then tell them that there was a nice site and a beach at this one little thing and trap them on a beach essentially well while you're on the beach you get trapped 
because the farther out you go, the older you get, the quicker you get, you turn older. And so they can't get off the island and they're aging quicker and quicker and quicker. And you come to find out the reason that they're aging is it's an experiment being done and people are running tests on them. So they're, they're having people come that have health conditions and then they're seeing, they'll give them certain medications before they go out to their trips, so like in their pina colada or whatever, they'll mix up the medication and then they'll see that medication display over what would be like a 20 or 30 year time or even a lifetime. And so that way they can see if it was effective or not and then they can sell it. You know how fucking fast that would solve clinical trials. Uh, that's what that. That's what I mean. That's what they're saying. I mean, I was like, uh, you could probably get people just to sign up for that, though. In all honesty, yeah, for you real. could probably get some bleeding hearts out there. That would be like, I can see the benefit here. It's like, I hate life anyway. Just or well, like, give me what, give me it. I'll, I'll let me enjoy it though. Like, give me something cool to do while yeah. I'm dying. Well, like either that or it would be like you have an uncurable disease and we need some people to be able to figure that out. Like you could figure out some stuff really quickly. But that way, like you could just deal with it without. And you'd just be like, yeah. And your trade off would be like, we'll make your like last week here on Earth whatever you want to do. Like literally, we'll we got we got a hundred grand to spend on you. And so did the they, did they explain how the aging worked or was it just like? No, they didn't go into the depths of that. Just that the beach. I think the beach was a natural phenomenon, and they kind of used that to their devices. Their advantage. Yeah. Oh, it's called Sweetheart. That's what it's called. Okay. So, my movie, because I, I love that movie. Can, old. can you give like a better synopsis this time? Yeah, it says it tells the story of a castaway who must survive on the island she washed up on as she gets stalked by a humanoid sea monster. Interesting. I like humanoid sea monsters. Yeah, that's what. But this. I like thi- creepy this, things. This fucking some monster, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, Do they you, show it? Well, there's spoilers ahead that I'm about to say, well, too. Don't, so. don't spoil it, because I'm going to watch it. So. Okay, okay. So, we can talk about this next time, but does it? do they show the monster? Yeah. Like, actively? Yeah. Okay, okay. And it's not like, you know, right away. It's like mysterious. Was I first. watching that movie with um, Kristen Stewart, where she was like a, she was like working on a thing underwater? Oh, yeah, it's called Underwater. Is it called Underwater? Yeah. That, that monster in there was crazy. Real oh, fucking yeah. titles with these movies. These last year have just been like... <laughs> it's real title, real movie. Good movie. Just call it Water. Well, like, so... Right, deals we got, with we water. The, the cheers. We haven't gotten the cheers in here. It's the, it's the podcast rules. We need a clank. Oh, we need a good clank near a microphone. Get your microphone. There you go. So I, I think one of the best, better movies that just came out that uh, the title doesn't explain anything to you is Everything Everywhere All at Once. What? Is that the title? Great movie. Yeah, that's the title. I want to look this up. No, don't. Don't go in blind. Know nothing about it. Great movie, though. I mean, I can give you a synopsis without, without ruining anything. Give me a synopsis. Um, so without giving too much away. It's essentially a woman discovering that she can travel through the multiverse. Ooh. We'll just leave it at that. I think that's a good enough description for that movie. So, so like, you've seen um, The Multiverse of Madness? Yes. This makes that look like a joke? That's great. Yeah. So, you get really cool moments, I'll say this, where, like, she can she learns how to travel between the, the universes and do things almost simultaneously. So it like just imagine blinking and mid and you're in a fight and you're blinking between universes fighting people. <laughs> well, so it's like you, you can you can like hook into two existences at at a time in order to access their abilities so, or something. So like you exist in a multiverse, right? So that that she learns that she she alone can travel through the multiverse. So she can go into her other selves. 
So if she exists in the multiverse, she can appear in another world. But she's like her consciousness, yeah. like what Wanda did. Kind of, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, so I guess she can be in two places. I, I guess a better way of explaining it, because they say this in the movie, is like, have you ever wished that you did something else with your life? Maybe. Did, did you ever wish like you were a dancer or a, or a chef? Especially or a dancer. Right, or like a martial arts master or a, a nuclear uh, engineer or whatever. I wanted to be on Footloose. There you go. So it's whatever you wanted it to be. Those are all potential universes that may or may not exist, depending on what your life choices were to get you to wherever that so is. So just by one thought, it just like changed Not everything. one thought, but it's just like you lived your life. I can move on to the point where the actions and the and the steps that the, this person in this universe took led them to being this person, where you're where an actor in Footloose. That's about all we can say without just starting into spoiler Yeah, territory. I mean, it's also confusing. It deals with multiple Yeah, I'll definitely give it a chance. But they shot it really well. Apparently, it was done on a shoestring budget. There was only five uh, people on the uh, special effects department, and they blow away some of the Marvel movies. Just those five people. They did a really good job. Yeah, it's like stupidly creative. Like there, there was a there's a lot of filmmakers that saw that and were like, "How the literal fuck did you do half of those special effects?" You're like, "I can't even figure out how you did a third of them." It's it's re- really really remarkable what they did with uh, not only the camera work but the special effects department. I haven't seen any of the other A twenty four films though. Well, that, that's the studio. Yeah, there's a ton. They make a bunch. I couldn't even yeah, tell you what they make, but I've seen ones. their studio title on a lot of films. It's yeah. mostly horror movies from yeah, what I saw. I've, I've seen a lot of horror movies. Well, they have like a lot of underground movies. Like they I think they're like a like an in, like an indie. Yeah, they're an indie indie company film, film company studio. Daniel Radcliffe has been in a lot of them. <laughs> Dude, I like a lot of the Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> yeah, movies. I don't know why. Maybe it's just him, but like hey, I like a lot of his. Look movies. up this movie on Prime on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's called Jungle. Jungle? Yeah. Okay. He's in it. It's really good. Really? Have it makes their Amazon workers? feel terrifying. What is it? Have you seen uh, Miracle Workers? Uh, no. So oh, wait. It sounds... He, <coughs> it's, he, he, he works in the Miracle Department, and he like... Great yeah, miracles yeah. For people. I, have, okay. I have seen this. Have you seen Horns? Yes. Okay. So to circle back around to the beginning of this, Ashley's been deaf for like 15 years on one side, and these bone conduction headphones have actually helped her hear again. And so she put a... Uh, a Hearing aid. Yeah, hearing aid. A hearing <laughs> aid. Uh, she put a hearing aid app on her phone. And so now when she's working and stuff, she can hear everybody else talk, and you can actually isolate it to what side you're listening to it on. So, like, one ear will mostly hear everything, and then the other one amplifies everything. So she can actually hear again out of her ear. Um, when I when I when when we first tried it out, she was, like, scared that she couldn't hear out of that ear. And um, she was crying for, like, literally 30 minutes, just going, like, I'm like, I've never thought I was going to be able to recover hearing in this ear, and now, now I've had that, like, you know, I was blind, but now I can see kind of thing. You ever heard of tinnitus? Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, the same thing. Yeah, except you hear a big ring. Yeah, it's, I it's hear Archer that's terrible with, though. It's Archer with ringing in your ears the whole time. Oh, do you hear that? Do you hear that? So can does that mean that you can Mop. shoot a gun whenever? What? You because you can't hear because anything? like it's always ringing. So like, no, I mean, it can still cause worse hearing. hearing oh, so, <laughs> so that was something that was interesting in Arthur, Archer. They actually kept up with that. So like, whenever oh, yeah, he, he, he talked about tinnitus. Yeah. Well, he, he ended up being a worse shot or getting ambushed yeah, more yeah, often. Lean, yeah. 
So like as he went on, he can't hear anymore. So he can't hear people sneaking up behind him, which is why he goes, Jesus, quit scaring me like that after a while. Because <laughs> he used to be able to do whatever he wanted to. But now he's stuck with a permanent hole. I haven't hearing. seen the new seasons of Archer. I haven't like even two, seen like Archer. Two or three. Really? Archer's so... You would love Archer. <laughs> I bet I would. That shit's you all day. I, I need to give it a chance. Give it a give that whole first season a watch, and if you don't like it, then you <laughs> well, can go. So it get, it gets crazier the it longer gets, it runs. Yeah, it, like at the beginning, they try to kind of take it seriously, and then they just like, all right, let's just go off the rail. <laughs> well, like so, they make a bunch of references. So Archer is like universally known as a, as the idiot of the bunch. Well, the best thing about it is they work for ISIS in the beginning. And then ISIS becomes a real thing. <laughs> they change their name. <laughs> yeah, they stop referring that to them. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah, the show started before yeah. ISIS ISIS showed up. <laughs> so what did they change their name what to? What did they become? I don't remember. They what the they, fuck? they didn't for a while. They kept being taken over by different oh, other like organizations. Different companies, yeah. yeah. Because Mallory kept sleeping with the head of whatever department. The KGB, I thought. Well, that was one of them, and then he died. After she shot him, oh yeah, when he was wearing the uh, the, the body gimps, suit, it was the, the gimp suit. suit yeah. yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's a wild ride. Wild. Oh, they chop him this. up and put him in little bags. Krieger's like, I got this. I yeah. got this, Krieger. Do you think Rick and Morty will be good this season? I don't know. Rick and Morty just keeps getting not as good every season. Yeah, I know. like it has gems now. I think that's basically what we're. Getting they just to. need to get back to like the. What, I th- the I th- stories they need to finish up. I think what we're going to have is just episodes that are really good and then just episodes that are just okay. Well, yeah. I think that Dan Harmon lets the audience get to him way too much. Yeah, I agree. Because he'll be like, all I hear is requests for Evil Morty episodes. I'm just never going to make one if you guys are going to keep fucking talking about it but all the time. But we want to see what happens with Evil Morty. But he escaped <laughs> out of the multiverse. I mean, you can still so do a story with him. Like, you just, I, I don't think you should shy away from those things. It's, you, know, you got to go with what the fans want. Like, at a certain, to I'm a certain say degree. make a whole season of 25, Evil 75. You want to get your like, creative influence in there. And then give it your fans, at a certain point, your fans are part of the creation. You have to do it. You have to give them what they want in well, some yeah. way. Well, I feel like they spent almost all of their writing time trying to get the Citadel and shit down, and then the rest of it was like, "Ooh, I missed your poopy butthole. Let's make another random I don't think episode." It's that hard. They have to. Con- they have to have one continuous storyline that plays up maybe once a season. That's not that hard. Think that's like saying at least writing whole season plot lines is difficult. Yeah, once or twice. Like I don't see it as a problem. And yeah, you can't just make all these great. Like, there's a bunch of characters I want to revisit. Maybe not instantly, but. Later seasons and stuff like what was the the gay uh, Aquaman? Yeah. I, I hope we get him again. Oh, oh, the guy he controls the police, <laughs> the soulbound dragon. I want to see him again. Yeah, I don't know if that one will pop up again. Yeah, that, but that, that, that was one great. was wild. <laughs> Those dragons were wild. We're soulbound. Do you want to do a little soul bonding? Being on this podcast is the best thing that's ever happened. Comparison to what? But your life in general? All the other podcasts yes. you've been on? All the others. Yeah, for sure. Like all the zero. You say that to all the podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Every time you're a guest, you always tell them <coughs> they're the best. You're my favorite pizza place. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever walk into a pizza place and say that? No. I would. I, would, I don't think anybody would care. Didn't but you like, deliver pizza? Yeah. Uh, 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 Terrible time in life, yeah. 
And that was the Dark Ages. The Dark Ages. How was delivering pizza? Awful, dude. Domino's. Was, it was, it was, the company that shall not be named was awful. Domino's. <laughs> Domino's, the company that will not be named. Satan. Terrible. So not getting paid well. The drive was terrible. I mean, the pay wasn't great, but it was mainly like being there till like 1 or 2 a.m. And then. Like, you'd still, like, as you'd be, like, the only driver, and you would have to clean the entire store at night by yourself while the manager sat in the back and counted money. I thought it would be, like, the people you had to deal with. No, I mean, I was just a driver. Also at Domino's, you're the driver, you make the pizzas, you're the cleaning, you're you're the cashier, you answer the phones. Where, like, a lot of other pizza places, you're the driver. You don't ever touch the food. That's miserable. So, um, so you were doing multiple jobs. Uh, you were, like, you were, you did every. Sometimes you would drop the money. Sometimes you would. They would have you go and drop as a driver. My my job title was a driver. I would go and drop off the cash at the end of the night at the bank at like three a.m. in the morning. Oh my god! Yeah. So uh, Ashley did DoorDash for a while, and um, she tells me all the time, or used to tell me all the time, about how terrible the experiences were because she'd be like. I would drive 10, 20 minutes to go, like, take care of this because, you know, they, they give you a different rating for every time you drive something. So um, sometimes it would be like this job, wouldn't it would take you 20 minutes out of the way, but also wouldn't uh, cover gas for whatever reason because the fee, the money you would make after the fee was only like 7 bucks, but you'd have to go 14 miles. So it's like I'm not even making 50 cents a, a, a mile. 14 miles, Jesus. Yeah, yeah so you, you have to go, like, pretty far. For a lot of these. And sometimes they'd like order something, but it would be from the Florence store and you got to <coughs> drive it to Eastgate and you're like, there's no you way can, I'm doing it. You don't that. have to take the, I thought it was like a, you take the orders. Yeah, but if you don't take enough of them, they. S- to, right, but it's only supposed to ping things near like within like a 10 mile radius. That's yeah, not. it's supposed to, but it doesn't. But ne- neither here nor there. The, the <laughs> Let's point, go to Eastgate. <laughs> yeah, the, you're going to fucking Nevada. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Nevada. I, I really like this pizza joint in Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, no, it was the problem was that she would deliver food and you have to have the, the bag stapled shut and you can't look in it. And you can't mm-hmm. confirm what the orders the, are. The order would be wrong. Yeah. And people would legitimately like say, stand here. I want to make sure my order's right and that you haven't been eating anything. And she's like, I, it's, there's staples in it. I can't, I can't do it even if I wanted to. And then he opened it up, tell them that she's got the wrong order and then throw it at her. I don't know. Like I like for me, there was no even like drop out the door. Like when I was delivering pizza, it was like knock on that fucking door, say hey, here's your shit, give me the money. Like that's like I've had some bad experiences, had some good experiences, but like nobody's throwing pizza at you though, right? That's what I'm saying. Like that's 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 not typical. Did anybody show up to the door? People can be mean. Like Like, you're oh you're thirty minutes late. No, there was uh, no that is a lie. There was one time. It was it was two girls. Yeah, that was only one time. I did forget about that. That was quick, though. It was like... Were they naked? Oh, yeah. They were very attractive. I was like, wait, what (laughs) just happened? Or just in their underwear or something? It was... I think they were in jeans and bras. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, So, anyway, where I was going with that is that... So, so like, two or three times a week, she'd have somebody throw food at her. And then, apart from that, there would be a lot of people that would be like... I'm, t- I'm telling you, sometimes there's just, like, wacky areas you have to deliver to. I've, I delivered to Piccadilly. Crackheads. Yeah, crackheads. Like literal crackheads. I, I delivered pizza to this. It was a troll and his mom. I'm not even kidding. This mom birthed the troll and this kid, and they would hand me exact change every time, and they would order once. They would order once in the middle, at the beginning of the month, and once at the end of the month. 
And they so were, like two days apart? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, they w- it was like the first, and then it was always like the 28th. They would always do it. Strange. It was weird. And they would always give me exact change, no tip, no nothing, exact change. <laughs> They'd get like three pizzas, and that'd be it. So, well, well, to finish out the bit of the story I'm that I was good for the out, month. Is that, right, one piece of pizza a day. It was strange. It was a weird It was a weird interaction that I did not enjoy. The, the, I think I delivered to him like three or four times. What if somebody just took the pizza and threw it at you? I would have been confused. At best. <laughs> Sidestep that shit. Uh, but anyway, so she kept having this kind of stuff happen, but that wasn't the worst of it. It's when people would say, because like you can start a tip to say, like, I know that you're, I want to yeah, get yeah, my priority yeah, thing. Yeah. And so, like, she would get ten. It would say like ten dollars delivered to me, and then they would then she would finish the delivery, and then they would cancel the tip at the end. I got you. Yeah, so I mean, she'd that's be true. like, "You're just constantly screwing me on the tips." No, I mean that's bullshit. Once you put in the tip, it should be sad. It should be solid. Like that's that. Yeah. yeah. You should if you if you put down the tip in the beginning, you take the risk of getting the bad service and the bad tip. That's how I've always seen it. That you always give a tip, like always. You always give a five like minimum five dollar tip. You're yeah, you at dollars. least give minimum tip. A five dollar tip. <clears throat> it was fair for anything. Unless you're getting like over something $100. Then you can kind of think about spreading that purse string a little bit. Oh, yeah. But sure. I'm saying like if you order $60 worth of food and you and you have you better have at least a $5 tip for that person. At least. I've never worked in, in retail or the service industry. And I'm pretty sure I would do both. I, I'm pretty sure I would do absolutely terrible. I've worked, in, I've worked in all the industries at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Like plumbing so and now, electrical. <laughs> now you work for the tech industry. Yeah, I've, but I've worked for I've worked for sales, retail. Yeah. Um, I've done I've done uh, construction. What would you consider taking surveys? Landscaping. Uh, uh, marketing is marketing is, is doing the survey thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds terrible. I mean, monitoring people isn't that bad. I guess I just would hate to listen to the same <clears throat> shit day in and day out. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. But they have me like doing more tech stuff now, like more like data entry. It such. still sounds like a pain. I mean, technically, what what we do now is kind of data entry. Well, like <clears throat> if I get like a a certain job that I have to listen to and then put in exactly what I what they want me to do, especially for like whoever needs it right then and there, stuff like that. I guess. Uh, I think it would be mostly metrics-based. Yeah. I don't solve problems as much. Sometimes I do, but more or less I get asked questions that, you know, sometimes people will ask over more than once, which is fine. It's just part of the job. I mean, doing what you guys do, though, sounds fun. Like... <laughs> sounds not fun, but... Are you, are you ask? is this an invitation you just want one handed to? Fun. Want to tell them about how fun it is? If you like, if you like <coughs> listen to the things you don't understand. You want to, <laughs> like basically someone talking to you in like your language and still being confused. You're like, <laughs> you're saying the words. I hear English. I don't understand it. Somebody, and then sometimes it's like, oh, okay, I know those two words, and you're like, okay, and oh, you use those words again. Okay, so those two are linked somehow. <laughs> no, you're not, not sure how. Maybe this time, in this case, in this instance. Got so it's just but not really. commands. No, it's not even commands. It's usually just medical jargon that yeah, is difficult it. to get. Well, yeah, it's just a lot of and just together. even technical jargon. Like I'm not used to. Like they, like took me a second to get used to. I mean, I got what he meant, but like just simply saying um, 
like leverage. They they that word gets used a lot just to say like to use something for something. <laughs> they just say leverage. And that one gets thrown a lot, I've heard. So it's a different um, it's a different way of talking. So what you're gonna run into um, at some point is consultant speak. And that's when you start using words that don't mean anything except for in a specific context. So like uh, saying, oh, uh, we're going to boil the ocean is a phrase that doesn't mean anything to anybody until you until you try to make it work. And what it practically means is that we're being asked to do so much stuff right now that it is impossible to complete it because it's trying to boil the ocean. So if the uh, ice caps or like the... <clears throat> whatever melting the ice caps yes yeah are they is the are the what is it sea levels rising yes yes those do correlate yes are that but like by how much a couple inches every year a couple inches what every it year accumulates to right now you gotta well i mean first you'd have to determine how quickly they're melting and that would determine how fast the sea is rising well so that's something i never quite understood so like uh if you have a drink, like if you have a cup in front of you and you put ice cubes in it, that uh, the ice cubes raise the water level. But when the ice cubes melt, the water level stays at whatever level the ice cubes displaced. Because when they were put doesn't in. it like go into the air at a certain point? Well, like, the, the, doesn't it evaporate? The, the, the I mean, ice that's is the also water melting cycle. from the top of the ocean. It's not melting just in the ocean. So the ice, there's a vast amount of ice that hangs above it. So it'd be like if I had an ice cube out here with a little bit of liquid under it that still would melt around here and create a giant puddle until this ice glass was still full and level. Yeah. But there would still be a giant puddle on the outside. Because there's condensation oh. and stuff, like, on the outside of the glass. Well, it's just the ice structure above it. Yeah. There's okay. still ice, like, be like ice coming up to here. Condensation just means that you've, you've cooled the air that has water in it around it to the point that it condensates on the glass. It, it's isn't not, it technically smaller when it's frozen? So when it melts, the ocean is also getting wider. No. It's not as con- the ice isn't as condensed. No, ice gets but bigger. But do you think that it would expands. affect the weather? Like, wouldn't it go into, like, maybe cause more storms and well, stuff? Well, the hotter it gets, would af- yeah, it would affect the weather. The more the more gases that get into our Yeah, air, the yeah. more gases that would be in. I think that there would be a lot of But you're talking, weather. like, it's still like a millennia of, of, to get to that effect. Like I mean, that. if it helps any, we solved the ozone pr- problem already. Did we? Have we? Yep. So what they, they do? Uh, they stopped using Freon. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I yeah. remember that. There's a specific type of Freon that we were using from, like, the 60s to the 80s. And after that, there was a global summit that basically said, let's ban this particular thing. That's good. And then the ozone healed itself. So, I mean, anybody that wants to complain about climate change, uh, now the people that are against climate change have one bullet in that chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully for themselves. Well, what about climate change, like... Well, so that's hilarious. So uh, we've rela- we have now come to a word called climate change because all it just means is that there things change year over year yeah, to a point where they were confused by the warming and being like it's so cold. Well, no, no, <laughs> that that was the running joke, right? That you know, it's global warming. Uh, Stephen Colbert actually had a great bit on that where he's like, "Oh yeah, what's next? What's the next thing you're going to complain about? Global darkening that happens." <laughs> Happens during the winter, not sure what to do. Days are getting shorter. What's going on? 
didn't we get rid of daylight savings time? No, we will be. Oh, okay. Hawaii, I think, stopped using it recently. We're um, gonna ban it. Yeah, we're done with that shit. It's not banning. It's just we're, um, done, we're done with night being six p.m. <laughs> we're just gonna leave it. <laughs> well, well, which way is it going? Which it's way? It's gonna are be we night stopping? at nine. Nine p.m. It will be dark. No, it'll okay. just be that that time is that time. So no, like, but we can flip. We can either stay on one time or they stay on the other. Yeah, we're either so like we're either this way or day. that way. Yeah, yeah, the sun will be out longer for us. The sun will go down earlier for us. But yeah, I, I, I know it will be shorter during the winter months, but it won't be. At you the sun is not going down at six p.m. I mean, yes and no. The time Depends really didn't change. We're just going to stop acknowledging that there's an hour difference. Right. But the only reason we did that in the first place was to limit the amount of uh, use of, of electric grids back in the days where it wasn't that extensive. I gotcha. I think Ben Franklin actually put it into effect. I thought it was to make, like, calendar dates even. No, that's leap years. Oh. Yeah, leap years. Right. That. Okay. Yeah, changing the hour around of how long you observe time. I also thought it had something to do with harvesting. Uh, no, but that's a side effect. That sucks. Well, harvesting would have happened before grids. Well, wait. I yeah. still want to talk about climate change. What about, what about climate change? What's going on? Are we what do you doing mean anything what's about going it? on? Are we going to have up? the... What's that? Is Gretel Heidelberg? What's her up? name? What happens when it what's heats up too much? Gretel Heidelberg? No, the girl who, who like, the climate girl. She's got, like, Asperger's. I don't remember. Gretel, Gretel, Gretel Thornburg or something like that. Uh, Greta. Got me. It's Greta. I gotcha. But what are they doing about it? Are we going to die in a few hundred years? There's a lot of different stuff going on about it. Or is there going to be 50 years? A few hundred years? I think you're looking at like... Greta Thunberg. Like for climate change to get us, I think you're looking at like at least five people away. Five people? For like like real like casualties of climate change to start hitting. If nothing was done, I mean, really what's going to happen? We're going to lose land, a little bit of land, quite a bit of land. But that means, like, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out, you know? I think I, just, I think Florida gets to complain a lot more. Yeah. So that's about it. What Maybe if, like, if you live in Ohio, you got beachfront property now. Like, but. Wow. No. Not Maybe this is a good north. thing. No. Elevation <laughs> would argue with you there. <laughs> All right. Maybe if you live in, like, Delaware. <laughs> Maybe Mississippi will give Delaware you Delaware is near the coast. They're right on the edge. That's all I'm saying. Like they're right squeezed between like Maryland and something else. What is it? Uh, I think Connecticut. We're just terrible what? at geography here. Th- Connecticut's up there. Puff Del- boy geography. Delaware's not anywhere near Connecticut. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yes. Delaware's like look it up, up there. Time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's up there by Maine those, and stuff. Those New England states. Yeah. I mean, you can look at it. I thought Delaware was by Maryland. I believe that Maryland's up there too. What? <laughs> I'm thinking so. I don't know. U.S. map. Here's your U.S. map for reference. All right. Maryland, Delaware. Okay. I mean, I guess it's at the bottom, but it's not near fucking Connecticut. I Where's mean, I, Connecticut? I mean, I guess there's two states. There's two. There's one state between them. But yeah, exactly. Fucking New Jersey. Rhode Island's just gone. Rhode Island's up by Connecticut. It's like right next to it. So, what would they call it? Road underwater. Because it wouldn't, on, it wouldn't be an island at that point. I guess, like, New York, the coast, you'd have a coast of New York. Like, the whole thing would be, the, New York would be the peninsula. Yeah, New York would become a peninsula. Yeah, you have Maryland, you have Delaware, you have New Jersey, that's just between Connecticut. All right, all those are gone. Maryland. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania would, 
mostly. I'm just be saying there. it was near Maine. Uh, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania and part of Washington uh, D.C. would probably be alive. Pennsylvania has a lot of mountains, so I think you'd be okay. And then you lose large chunks of Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. Well, you know the Great Lakes are going to get bigger. Oh yeah, you're going to lose chunks there. So you're going to lose large chunk of Florida. Cali's might be gone. Louisiana is underwater. So that's that's another thing I've always found so amusing. So like, um, you know, when the levees broke with Katrina, uh, basically that entire city is a bowl surrounded by soup. You know, who's super safe, the Middle East. <laughs> right, they might get some water. <laughs> now, actually, uh, I think a big side effect of climate change is that it actually just makes whatever is going on there worse. So like, if you if you're used to it being super hot all the time, like you're and the Middle East, no, oh, yeah, it's miserable. Change, like the whole climate. I mean, yeah, it, but it just if it the just, water raises that much, climates around the entire world definitely changing. Yeah, but it's not like the. Do you think that it's going to be an ice age, or like well, uh, it's going to get hotter tomorrow, tomorrow, like tornadoes and stuff like that? I mean, to be fair, we're we're really <laughs> overdue for an ice age, so we should be getting. Colder. I think we're good. I bring bring an ice age. I think we got. I way think we'd be okay. Ice age. But you know, like people would die. I'm not saying that a lot of people would die, but I'm saying like we could survive an ice age. To all of our we Canadian all friends, we'd have to move south, though. Think about it. We would. Nah, what? bro. We would live have where, to move. You south. would just live you wherever. Live just like here? the real cold places would be fucked. Like Canada, you probably have to leave. Like North America would be okay. Mexico, yeah, Mexico. No, I think like half of America would be like maybe, bugs. but like you can learn to live in the ice. It's not a problem. We live in ice now. I mean. Nobody, nobody hard. knows how. Like the scorching heat is like the Middle East. Yeah, but you and the worst get... that happens there is wars. So uh, yeah, but you can't have like produce and stuff a lot. Of we mean cold like, is great for produce. I I have a question. Inside. I've got a question for you guys. How many continents are there? About to get me with this. Uh, seven. Seven. Yeah. There's eight. Eight. There's I eight. was gonna say. Hold on. There's North America, South America, Antarctica. Australia, Antarctica. Um, there is Asia. Asia, Russia, Russia's you got the Europe. Country. Asia, yeah, Europe, Europe, Africa. Did we say Africa? No, Africa. You didn't say Africa. And then Antarctica. You said North America, South America, Australia, Asia. Okay. You're missing one, and it's Zealandia. It's completely underwater. It counts. <laughs> Why does that count? New Zealand is actually the corner of the continent that's underwater. Oh, God. So if if there was an ice age, you would have a new continent appear. Really? Yeah, because well, yeah, a lot Why? of trees in the island, because all the water would disperse. Because the, the water would be, a, would be at the caps again, basically. So if you lowered the water level, you'd make an island come out of where there's currently ocean. And so the entire continent of Zealandia would pop up. Wow. Yeah. And then it would go back down. I mean, there would be a total shift. Like, if we went through a, a, a global, like, where the, where the water's raised and then we had an ice age, like, the, the land would not look the same. We would have totally different continents. Wow. You got to think of that time, the plates are going to shift as well. Well, yeah. Like, but I believe like, the tectonic plates are already shifting. That's they're always causes, shifting. That's well, what yeah, causes yeah. earthquakes. And that's what's causing, like, problems for, like, Venice and stuff like that. Wow. Well, I mean, just across the board, shifting tectonic plates are what's responsible for earthquakes. So, like, it's just making sure that you, like, 
So there's different ways of two tectonic plates like coming into each other. Right, so if, they're supposed to go over each other. And well, if one goes under, un- they go under each other. Right. So if one goes over another or under the other, then you end up having one being melted back down into magma while the other one goes over the top of it. Right. But if you end up having two of them collide into each other, uh, you get mountains. But and here's the dangerous they one: if two slide directly <laughs> like against each other, but they don't push up or pull out then you end up causing earthquakes by sliding them against each other. That's what causes the uh, the amount of pressure between them, causes yeah. it to, uh, ru- that pressure releases and then causes an earthquake. I remember the tectonic plates talk. Um, the total population of Zealandia is 5.4 million people as of 2021. Jesus, that's a lot of people. Like on New Zealand? I guess. Live in New Zealand alone? Fuck. Just in Zealandia. I got to figure out, like, Zealandia is almost entirely submerged mass of continental crust that subsided after breaking away from Gonwood land. <laughs> oh, you can, like, literally see it. Yeah. It shows up on maps and stuff. Like, that's, like, barely underwater. Yeah, it's it's between 2,500 and 4,000 uh, meters though. deep, that's like, which is not very deep. That's, like, a tenth of the total land. Yeah, no, it totally is. It's got a, a total area of approximately 4.9 million kilometers squared. Like Mr. Krabs' hand? Yeah. Or Italy, it kind of looks like a boot, too. Because you've got, like, all this down here. But That kind of looks like a shillelagh. So Zealandia would be considered the world's largest microcontinent. The area is six times the size of Madagascar, the next largest microcontinent in the world. Zealandia is more than twice the size of its largest intra-ocean intra-oceanic large igneous province lip in the world so these are a lot of numbers but zealandia supports substantial inshore fisheries and contains gas fields which the largest known is the new zealand maui gas field near taranki permits for oil exploration in the great south basin were issued in 2007 offshore mineral resources were include Iron sands, volcanic massive sulfides, and ferromagnesine nodule deposits. It's interesting. Anyway, so the total human population of Zealandia is approximately 5.4 million, broken up between New Zealandia, or is it, damn it, New Zealand, uh, New Caledonia, Norfolk Island, Lord Howe Island, and Elizabeth Reef and Middletown, Middleton Reef. Those last two have zero people living on them. It's just an oceanic reef. <laughs> what if you're trapped on an island out there? I guess you make the number go to one then. What if there was that sea monster? Then it would go down to zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that monster movie. I wonder why they called it Sweetheart. So there's another thing that, I, that, that drives me crazy. So uh, Australia is mostly desert, right? Yeah. You could literally take and create a river that runs from one uh, one side of the of the area of the island to the other, and you could literally turn it into a habitable forest within maybe fifty years. So why don't they? Because there's lizards and other wildlife that they would oh, kill they on the way through. Should that make sense? I mean, kind of, because like they only have like five major cities, and it's all on the coastline, be- specifically because the rest of the continent is desert. <laughs> well, I mean, if you hear the stories, it's just like even the people that live in the cities, like there's scorpions and snakes and crap that's just like wandering into their homes all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but like in Australia, you they're having snakes crawl up through your toilet is like a real problem. So like it's not unheard of to get bit on the asshole in the toilet. <laughs> Good God! Oh man, that sounds terrible. I was watching this one video where this guy's like, 
He just walks in with his camera and one, his phone in one hand. He goes, "Oh, how's it going there?" And, and reaches up and grabs the tail of his, of like a maybe ten foot long snake. And he opens up his bathroom window and just chucks him out. And he goes, "Have a good day." God, could you imagine like getting bit on the dick? Like, like that would suck. Reminds me of a it's such a it? vulnerable position. <clears throat> snakes on a plane. <laughs> goddamn snakes on this goddamn, goddamn plane. plane. I mean, I'd be pretty fed up with them too. Could it wouldn't take very long court for somebody. I think I think the number of snakes on a plane that would start to annoy you would be one. Any higher, <laughs> anything higher than that, you're just like <laughs> the problem. Yeah. Like if someone went like, "There's 15 snakes on this plane," and I've been like, "What the fuck are 15 snakes doing, doing on, this, on this plane?" Also, why am I also on it? <laughs> yeah, like why why aren't they somewhere else? <laughs> Somebody just let them loose. Yeah, is fucking Crocodile Dundee on this plane? Like, No, they let off like 70 snakes. 70 to like 100 snakes. Dude, there was some like crazy exotic uh, exotic animal keeper that like had like tigers and snakes and shit. And I guess the police were coming to arrest him. We just let them all go. So Let them all go. <laughs> so do you guys know the uh, like the number one thing pilots have to worry about for like large aircraft? Geese. What? Yeah, 100%. Canadian birds. geese. Why? They're massive. Well, not only that, but like when you're building an engine, they actually have to like have a turbine on the ground. So like we've got a G and E, the aerospace area. They actually have giant turbines on the ground that they fire up and then launch chickens and different pull and different birds into them. All they're trying to do is figure out how do we not have this engine blow up when we launch this bird into it. Yeah, a, a goose, a Canadian goose weighs about fourteen pounds. It's like a fat-ass chicken. <laughs> Just so, so, like, you remember that uh, scene in The Incredibles where there's, like, no capes and then Syndrome gets sucked into the jet yeah, engine? Yeah. Like, picture Alula. Alula's 12 pounds. So something like that getting thrown into your engine. Damn. And not just one, because like geese fly. Yeah, yeah, usually you, yeah, <laughs> big V formation. Yeah. You just chew through. <laughs> like thirteen ducks just went and got eaten. All thirteen pounds each. How many yeah. ducks is that? Thirteen times thirteen. Thirteen. So just I mean, just do ten times ten. That's a thousand. There you go. I do. Thirteen hundred forty-four. Ten times ten is a hundred. hundred. Yeah. <laughs> so you're looking at like, looking at like, like maybe one hundred twenty pounds. A brick, basically a bone, flesh, and meat getting thrown into an engine. No, well, 12 times 12 is 144, so 13 yes. times 13. So add 14 to that, and you have your number. There you go. Is it? Add 13 to that? 157 oh, okay. is what you're looking for. 157. <laughs> Thanks, mental math. Um, so uh, they have to calculate for this because the number of allowable birds in your jet engine is typically zero. <laughs> so you're, tr- you're getting any more in that, uh, than that, and you're going to be wandering into some issues. You're going to have 157 pounds go through your engine. Well, like sometimes on takeoff, they actually have to ground the planes immediately after because you accidentally flew through some birds. So they immediately have to turn back around and go back to the airstrip. I gotcha. Fuck the birds. Just kidding. They're all controlled by the government. Yeah, they got replaced by the bourgeoisie. Yeah. There's uh, electronic flies now that they have that look really tiny, and they actually do have cameras and stuff. So you saw a video. So better than it. the big fly camera that they had before. They, yeah. they got the tiny fly camera. They now. got the tiny fly I camera. Gotcha. I would like to see this tiny fly camera in like a movie. So have you ever I'm seen? Sure, you've seen a tiny, <laughs> tiny camera like a fly in a movie. Have you ever seen nanobots? Actually, you, you could watch yeah. the fly thing on Kids Next Door. 
Like uh, this idea has been around for Anybody a while. Anybody who's seen a Marvel movie has seen nanobots. Yeah, nanobots. Right, Tony but uh, have you, like actual Agent actual Banks. nanobots. Oh, no, are they not as cool as Iron Man ro- ro- nanobots? Uh, argue. I mean, if scientifically, yes, but like something to look at, no. So, so actual what? nanobots. Uh, all it is is programmable structures of different elements so like there's one type that all it's trying to do is fix electrical shortages what it'll do is start reaching out to wherever it can find it'll just like start in a little blob and then it'll start putting out feelers at random with basically the uh, ambient uh, electricity in the air and then it'll start trying to figure out where the strongest pulls are and then it'll uh, reach one side and it'll take that and then everything will snap into place because there is now conductivity from that end. And then it'll start crawling out to try to find the other end and it'll bridge that gap between one side to the other. Is this a real thing? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Another, awesome. another kind of cool thing is uh, the mycelium guy on YouTube. He, uh, he shows this particular type of mycelium and how uh, apparently Tokyo used it to remap their entire subway system. Oh yeah, with that uh, bio or whatever. Well, he mold. used the, yeah, they, well, yeah, the yeah. mushroom spores. Yeah. They and, put uh, uh, sugar where each one of the major the cities, cities were. Yeah, and it was able to basically figure out the most efficient route to make it to each one. Wow, this is pretty cool. cool. Yeah. So, like on the same topic, there's also like so those nanobots are like for metal, but you also have proteins that do the same thing. And effectively, what it's trying to do is be able to make bridges between connective tissues. So, like after surgery. If like if you have to cut through muscle or something, you you have to be able to either rebind those connections or let your body figure it out. That takes forever. But if you just fill it with basically proteins, that their only job is to stitch back together those muscle fibers, then you can basically Speed get up the process. yeah you can get back on your feet. That's literally. awesome. Did not know that. Yeah, we've made major strides with all of these things. Did you know that they can make lab grown meat? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it smells, that. tastes, yeah, looks just like a pork. They made a pork sausage, like a literal pork sausage, for yeah. like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, but they made a pork sausage. Would that you actually eat it? sounds good. Would you eat it? Yeah, for sure. If it tastes like it, for sure. But like, as long as it doesn't t- kill me, what if it's better for me? How do you know it won't kill you? I don't know. We're trying <laughs> this out. It's an experiment. I mean, <laughs> it's pork sausage. I mean, that's what you told me. Well, yeah, but that's not really the point. It's essentially accelerated growth tissue. That sounds good. <laughs> well, like there's actual applications for this stuff so like we've grown no i get it but he just said he would he would eat it no hesitation hey what about it's also garrett like we've handed dude, him things and said try he's this the dude you could hand something that looked like a twinkie and be like i forgot it's a twinkie and he would eat it <laughs> say no words to him no. just hand him something that looked like a twinkie and he'd eat it and he'd be like oh Whatever's inside here is a cream, but hold on. I'll give you another taste <laughs> test. Yeah, let me try that. It's all right. <laughs> I'm just saying I would eat it it's if a they new flavor. It. If it was good to go well, okay. in stores. I'd, phrase it, I'd ask you this then. Like, you know for a fact McDonald's food doesn't decay. Yes. And you know for a fact Twinkies don't decay. Yes. And yet we eat both of those. You yes. can digest them. I mean, yes, but you could equally <laughs> digest, like, if, if somebody made a, a factory-grown steak instead of McDonald's food, you, you'd be just, like, I would say if you're willing to put fucking McDonald's into you, you'd, what if you'd we be had willing a, to That's probably that. fair. What if we had cows that were just grown from a laboratory? They did that with sheep. We call those clones, and, and we do. And one of the sheep got thrown into, like, the mass the slaughterhouse, and so some people in London ate some clone sheep. 
Oh, that's great. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Well, did it taste good? Did they we died? don't know. Nobody, Nobody knows. knows. It was a slaughterhouse. Like, they just know some of the clone sheep died in the mass slaughtering, and they were shipped out. They're in some packages. <laughs> Hopefully, they are okay. I bet somebody out there was like, kind of stringy. <laughs> Where'd you get this pork from? Where'd you get this lamb from? <laughs> Do you think know. that There's... it would be weird, different weird? Like their insides would be different weird? I don't know. As a clone? No, I think it's all the same. I mean, if you're cloning them, their body still has to function so that way they can live. Like it has to, it has, still has to work. It's not like you made them out of rock the second time. Yeah, yeah. It's True. just like you forced life it, it's not like you just pulled you didn't do it a different way you just well do you it. think as a clone it would be like a clone that is grows up regularly like 10 years go by not immediately they're i mean essentially one. like i guess the way it's getting nutrients <coughs> and stuff is just slightly different here's another bit have you ever heard of the chicken that lived for like a year with its head cut off yeah, yeah. Uh, i think that uh, there was another example uh, this guy might have been on joe rogan not sure but uh he had like the top bit of his thumb cut off and buddy of his who worked in like stem cell research was like here's a bag of uh stem cells that were carved from pig intestines and he's like just put a little bit of this on the uh, the top of your stump every day and he regrew the rest of his thumb using stem cells whatever i'm not i'm not joking that's crazy apparently that's the thing i mean i can look it up and see if like that's just a ripley's believe it or not (laughs) fact or not but important bit out of that is that we were successfully roughly able to use stem cells to regrow bits and pieces of us that are decayed so like my curiosity would be carve out like if you went blind could you like just basically push that shit in your eyeball and have you grow a new retina or like reconnect damaged tissue i don't I'd like it has to have something that that recollects the what's supposed to be there well it's it's the ne- it's the tissue that's next to it it, it tries to bind to right that. but if your entire eyeball is gone what's it create doesn't know what to make so like well, it would have to have like something on your eyeball to be able to be like oh, okay I'm, I, I need to regrow this eyeball yeah i guess but like you're not i'm not saying like you t- like if you take the top layers of your eye off because like you have to do that for um like lasik and then just regrow another eye and then put it back in surgically I don't think we have the ability to do that yet. I don't either. Just because the connective tissue for your optical nerve is more complex than we have the ability to do anything with. And besides that, I would be afraid of like having extra tissue because you'd have to have like an extra inch or something, right? For what? An extra inch for what? Well, you'd have to connect it before you push the eyeball back in. Oh right? yeah. Well, I was. Uh, would well, that be? Wouldn't that fuck with you a little bit? Just knowing that there's like an extra inch of connective tissue in your head for no reason i mean as long as it didn't fuck with me i guess i don't know i feel like your you eyeball could, would just like pop out you could just, yeah somebody just hit you hard on the back of the head it pops yeah. right out and yeah, that would suck another useless fact i don't know why i read this but at the optometrist there was a warning while i was getting my eyes checked and the warning read if you experience any of the following please go to to the uh to the er immediately and one of them was if you start seeing little pops of black spots in your vision, it means that your that your eye is currently in the middle of trying to detach from the rest of your body, and it's an actual condition that happens. Jesus. It's like your optic nerve is in the middle of severing itself. Go figure this shit out right now. Jesus Christ! I I'm just afraid that you'd go to the ER and they'd be like they just shrug and be yeah. like I don't fucking know. Wow. Yeah. They say go to the ER right away. Okay. My bad. Well, um, I don't think we have sign-off shots, but... All right, and with that, we end the podcast. (laughs) Good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night.